Just a big old pile of flapjacks. <laughs> flapjacks. I was gonna with, do with, food too with some syrup. <laughs> with some syrup on it. I'd, be, I'd kill three. I'd kill three men for a pile of flapjacks. What like uh like IHOP? Like what kind of what kind of flapjacks? IHOP, Jack in the Box, McDonald's. I just like flapjacks. No, f- McDonald's pancakes are are great. I yep. grew up on McDonald's pancakes. <laughs> and that's why you're a comedian today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to the Phallus Experiment, where we found out why Sean's a comedian is because his mother fed him I or McDonald's flapjacks. They're good though. They're good for you. They're good for you. Yeah. What do you think's in them? Sugar, carbs, butter. Yeah. Um, some sort of pesticide, some sort of preservative. <laughs> preserve the pancake. Yeah. People people forget that preservatives. People always say preservatives, they get a bad rap because preservatives are good for the food. Oh, okay. Because if you didn't preserve the food, it, it would it would be bad. It would be old when you eat it. Yeah. But the food is still old when we eat it. They just pump no, in the preserved. Pres- it's different. Okay. All right. You're right. So what would be in your golden suitcase? I was going to say um, a broccoli cheddar bread bowl. Jesus. You ever have that? You would kill three people for a broccoli cheddar bread bowl? Broccoli cheddar broccoli cheddar bread bowls are delicious. Broccoli cheddar bread bowl. That's just that's weird. Broccoli cheddar bread bowl. Broccoli cheddar bread bowl. It seems like a Karen would order something like that. Oh, yeah. Um I need my broccoli bread I can't even say it. My broccoli buttered bread bowl. <laughs> broccoli cheddar. My broccoli Bro- cheddar bread bowl. Bread bowls are probably the most Privileged thing that you can order, yeah. In general, because most people in the world <laughs> cannot eat the thing. <laughs> they don't get the thing in the bowl. Yeah, they they either get a bowl with food in it, and then they can only eat the thing in the bowl. Right. But in America, we're just like, uh, uh-uh. uh you eat the shit that's in the bowl, and then also, if you want, eat the fucking bowl. It's it's actually environmentally friendly to yeah. to do. Probably not. <laughs> That would be cool if, like, on an airplane, you could just start eating the plane. Like, the plane was made out of food as well. Dude. So they're like, hey, just make sure just eat. Don't eat the walls yet. Don't eat. Wait until we go We go down a little bit. And hey. Then, don't eat the walls yet. Wait until we go down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. To, before we land. The, Is this still innuendo? Is this still sex? The briefcase oh, was, it, was full. Oh, that was sex. <laughs> no, don't eat the walls. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sex goddess, you know. Yeah, a goddess. Um, yeah. It, hey, the, my sex. Oh, my headphones keep cutting out. The briefcase. Oh, you might need to plug it in. It's underneath. The briefcase uh, was full of uh, diamonds. It says in the screenplay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's full of diamonds. Full of diamonds. Yeah. That's that, lame. And the only preservative it has is potassium sorbate. Oh, that That's sounds the preservative healthy. in pancakes. Excuse me, madam. But could I get a a serve? Could I get some syrup, maybe some butter, and one serving of potassium sivate for my flapjacks? Please. It's actually potassium sorbet. <laughs> <laughs> we both just pronounced it. Oh man, uh, no. It, I was gonna say about bread bowls. It is. I, I there was a, a, a I, I was I've been binging Shark Tank lately. Yeah. And there was this guy, it was a really great business idea. You eat, it's edible spoons. You eat the spoon. It's like made of this like, kind of like bread thing. Not bread, but like, 
It's like a cracker. You want to eat the spoon? It's better than plastic. Yeah, but you can eat ice it's cream. It's like cones. a tasty. But does doesn't mean it's a sugary. It's like a, almost like a dessert. But doesn't make it that the spoon is going to be kind of weak. No, no. I feel like if it's an, a cookie, it's a solid. What does it taste like? Uh, I think it. Oh shit! He took back his offer. Um. Yeah, apparently, Mark Cuban gave him five hundred grand and then took it back. Because wow. he probably grabbed one of the spoons and it just crushed in his hand. And Mark Cuban's like, "I'm a billionaire, but I'm not that strong. I shouldn't be just be able to to break spoons." They look cool. What if you accidentally bite? You, okay, what if halfway through your bread bowl? Uh huh. You're not even done with your bread bowl. You grab that spoon. You're eating, and then you chew it. Now you're fucking. Your Use your hands. Your I don't know what I don't know what you want me to spoon, say, Tony. Now your spoon's broken. It's an edible spoon. Now your spoon's broken, and you still have half a bread bowl left. Get another spoon. How, but Tony? Do you want? Have you seen the turtles with the spoons in their eyes? <laughs> <laughs> and the fish. Okay, with the forks in their asses and the gills. I, I have not. I have. Then not. you're a monster. You're right. Do you care about the ocean? Do I? Do care? you even give a shit about the ocean, Tony? No. You don't. No, the ocean scares. You're the a monster. O- no, the ocean scares me, and honestly, every creature in there can die. Here's a question: Why? Why don't we just dump all the plastic in the ocean and let it sink to the bottom? That's why don't we tie weights to the plastic and have the plastic yeah. sink to the bottom of the ocean? If I can see what happens down there. Have you have you seen those animals down there? They they aren't our friends. I think you go back in time as you go down to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. It becomes like dinosaurs. Dino- aren't there dinosaurs at the bottom of the ocean? Some of the, like some of the, uh, the whales and like the, the animals down there, like are prehist- prehistoric. Yeah. They've been around since like the, the dino times. Protozoic. Protozoic. Prostate yeah. era. Yeah. yeah. The, the spoon seems like it's only good for ice cream, which means it's <laughs> like uh, basically an ice cream cone made into a spoon. Yeah. Oh, because it just it's, seems that just seems useless. Yeah, they don't. You can't eat soup with it. You're not gonna eat. Oh, see, it has soup. Oh, here. there we go. Yeah, but what flavor? Because I feel like the spoon Wood. for the ice cream would be like chocolate or something. But I don't want to eat like a tomato soup with a chocolate spoon. Yeah, I want like chocolate in my well, tomato. Maybe it's time to expand your palate, Tony, for the sake of the environment. Hey. I'm fat, but I don't need chocolate in my tomato basil <laughs> soup, all right? I don't know. I mean, dude, I, I like what the guy's trying to do. Plastics, plastic is ruining this country. Uh, how? Plastic bottles? You're going to throw that bottle away? Yeah. Or recycle it? I throw it at a homeless and I go, fuse this. <laughs> that's, I, your, that's the way you recycle? Man, there's a homeless man I know. I've been given a plastic bottle every day for three years too, right? Okay. Guess what he's, what he's doing now? What? He's building an army of plastic little <laughs> men and they're going to take over the city. And uh they're going to they're going to put in laws that will help the homeless and give the homeless homes. So in a way, in 2 years once his plastic bottle army's done and the homeless are ridden from the street, who are we going to thank? The man that gave him the soldiers to create the plastic army. Have you guys uh seen your favorite hobo yet on 6th Street? Which one? No, I'm asking you. Do you have a favorite hobo? Oh, I have one. You have one. <laughs> you have yeah, a favorite yeah, yeah. hobo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, will, he, I think he's a genius. I really do. Because 
So I'm walking down the street and uh, it's right in front of the Velveeta room and the guy's looking up and he's like, I'm trying to tell them, I'm trying to tell them, yelling at the sky. He's, and then I look at him and he's like, I'm telling him about the water. He's talking about the water wars of, of 2035. Yeah. Oh, you told us yeah, about this. The water wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's my fit because he looked at me when he said it too. And like, I looked at him like, oh shit, I got it. Yeah. Water wars, 2035. And every time I see him now, I've only seen him two more times uh -huh. since... I give him the nod, like I heard you, bro. I get, I fucking, yeah. I got you. My my favorite is uh, I remember I was driving a friend back to our hotel, and it was like late night in Austin, and uh, there was a homeless lady. She just rubbing herself, give like fucking rubbing herself out on the sidewalk. Was she like, fat with big with big old tits and? I think she, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're so. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, was, yeah. She's just rubbing herself out, and my friend just goes, oh, "That's disgusting." I'm like, she has nothing. I was like, let her have this. Yeah, let her masturbate. Yeah, let her masturbate on the sidewalk. Who gives a shit? It's 3 in the morning. Oh, it's 3 a.m.? Yeah. I saw that woman with, with her tits out in, like, broad daylight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people, like, taking photos. And it's like, hey, how about we don't take photos of the of the person that's, like, doesn't even know where they are? The cops won't even you know? fuck with her. She took a shit on 6th Street. <laughs> and the cop drove Killed by. the bitch. Pretended I, I <laughs> like he didn't see it. Like, I'm not dealing with this right now. He was in his car, and I'm looking at the cop like, I know you fucking saw that. Yeah, yeah. She leaned against the tree and had, like, napkins. So she still has a wherewithal to wipe. You know what I mean? This is why all cops are bastards, <laughs> is they don't want to clean up the shit in the city. <laughs> How do you arrest that, though? I, if I took a shit in, would, the, in the street, I would get arrested. That's why we don't have a Batman in Austin, because there's no, like, super villain. Because uh -huh. all Batman would be doing is like, ah, oh, I got to go clean up the shit in the city. You know. Uh, but my, hey, just real quick. My headphones still sometimes like. Is it, is it my mic? I just want to make sure it's not my mic. No, it's not your mic. Because do you hear him? You hear him good, Sean? I hear you fine. Tony. Okay. Then it's fine. Uh, you know what it might be? Yeah. Uh, and right here. Push it up. Okay. There we go. Keep going. Um, well, and you know, people don't really talk about this, but uh, there, there is such a thing as homeless person privilege and i'm gonna get canceled for saying this there's homeless privilege homeless privilege okay she can take a shit in the street yeah and the cop doesn't do anything okay i take a shit in the street one time a long time ago uh-huh and it became this big thing it was in front of and kids. i had to like change my identity <laughs> uh i'm not even my name isn't even sean riley what is i it? was in the witness protection program what was your legal name my legal name was John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> you see the resemblance with the hair? It's coming in. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, you know, my dad, you may know him. John C. Riley Sr. Yeah, okay. Famous actor. Famous actor. I, he, he couldn't help you out. He couldn't. He couldn't like pay off no, the people. I call. I call. I was in jail after it happened. I called my dad. I was like, John, I need your help. <laughs> and then. Or no, dad. I, go, dad. I, go, dad. I need your help. Yeah. And John C. Riley goes, I have no son. <laughs> My son wouldn't do this to me. Would you, could you shit in public? I Or like outside in public? Because I can barely take uh, a shit. I can, I can barely take a shit in a public bathroom. I piss in public all the time. All the time? Or when I'm on runs. If I'm on a run and I'm t I have to take a piss. You just do it? All the time. I'll piss in a plant. Do you, like in I'll front of someone's home? I piss. There's like um, some tennis courts that I run nearby. You piss at the tennis courts? And uh, at night. 
where kids are training to become. No, but it's like 2 a.m. Yeah, but what if there's like a Serena Williams type father and daughter scenario where he goes, it doesn't matter if it's 2 or 3 a.m. We're out there practicing. And then they just see you and you're just like, (laughs) you might ruin, you might like fucking. Dude, you can't do that. You could actually get like a. What? Like a a felony like charge. I don't care. I don't care. You don't care? That's the beauty of this industry, Tony, is felons make it to the top. That's that what I true. want. That is no, it, it, but you know, it, dude, you don't piss in public. Everyone pisses in public. Uh, I don't piss in front of where people are around. I'm not fucking gross. Yeah, but that's going to come. That's, that's going to come. come. You're going to oh pee, you're gonna pee in some oh, bushes. Oh, then you're going to pee in tennis a court. Yeah, yeah. Gateway piss? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I do piss on gates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's going to be tennis courts. And then it's going to be Prisons. bus station. And then it's going to be the a courthouse. full bus station. And then it's going to be full tennis courts. And then it's going to be on your girlfriend. <laughs> and then it's going to be on a group of girlfriends. And then it's going to be on a group of Young girlfriends, and then it's gonna be a, on a group of two young girlfriends. Are you and just you, describing R. Kelly's life? Yeah, that's what happened to R. Kelly. R. Kelly was just pissing on buildings, thinking, "Wow, this is the life." And then cut to now, he has girls trapped in cages. Have you seen these before? These are in Europe, and you just walk. Wow, in. that's uh. Well, in Europe, they don't care about nudity as much. Um, if you're just listening. How would you describe this, Tony? If you're just it's less, called a pissoir. What is it called? It's called a uh, pisseur. Pisseur. A pisser. A pisser. But it's like a four. <laughs> I love how we we try to put an accent on it, and it's just a pisser. No, it might be pissoir. 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 Uh, a pissoir. That's how you pronounce <laughs> it. <laughs> the pee pee. It's we a, have won the war. So it's like a little gray rectangle. With where you can just step up on the platform and it has like a little hole where you can put your penis in and just like shoot down the hole. And women got to hold it still. Yeah, where do women pee? A woman could go up on there, right? <laughs> look no, up, that would look be a up, little bit. Look up Lady Pissoir. Because again, again, for guys, it's not that big of a deal. Because Lady, if, because the thing is, you saw, if you're just listening, there are guys peeing in the piss wall and no one's like looking at them. But if ladies were peeing in the open street, there would, crowds would form. I don't know about crowds, but freaks. There you go. Yeah. The, that's like the, the cups at, uh, at Disney, Disney World. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine like being an entrepreneur and thinking like, what problem do I want to solve? What, what do I want to dedicate my life to? Also, I don't like this. I don't like the, when I'm sitting on the toilet, I don't want to. Be able to look, make eye contact with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been in those bathrooms, like at bars and stuff, where they have a stall, but when you close the stall door, it only goes up to like fucking stomach height. Oh, I hate. So when someone walks in, they can just like look down at you taking a shit, and it's like, yeah, I'm not pooping here. You know what sucks? They never knock either. They go like this: Is anybody in there? That's happened to me. And they've looked over to see if I'm taking a shit. <laughs> it's the worst mm. angle. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you feel like a helpless boy. Uh, I'm like, going to cover my pee pee. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, uh, Taco Bell's leaving my body. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I did it right before a show in Harlingen. And yeah. the guy was just like, anybody in there? I was like, I looked at him right in the eye as I'm like, oh, God. Pushing. Yeah. 
The worst is right. when the door doesn't fully lock and someone busts in. Oh my god, I and hate that. It's just like, and it's it's never like, oh sorry. There's always like a four or five second like, like we're just staring at each other and we both know the mistake we've made. We're just like. I think four or five seconds this might be a little. I think at four seconds it's like you're look, you're you're not, you're there looking. Okay, maybe it's not actually four seconds, but it's it like feels a, it feels like it feels time, like tw- twenty minutes. Yeah, it feels like time has stopped, and you're just like, <gasps> are you piss shy? You guys piss shy? No, I'm yeah, shy. I am. I'm very piss shy. Yeah, have you never crossed swords with a friend? I mean, when I was young. All right. What do but you think made you guys? You mean you cross streams? You don't cross swords. You oh, cross you don't streams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What does cross swords mean? Your that's dick touch. Yeah, that's gay. Your dick starts oh, right. You're crossing swords, which is fine, but it is gay. But it's fine. But I've never crossed sword. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever crossed. Swords. No, no. When a girl's sucking you and your friend's dick, she never grabbed them and went. Dah. I've never, I've never had. Yeah, oh. that. <laughs> you're like, stop slapping my dick with his dick. Way to hey, way to brag, Kabaza. <laughs> That's never happened to me either. Welcome to the new segment, Kabaza brags. <laughs> <laughs> you got to just had a girl. <laughs> she didn't even give us heads. She just pulled them out and yeah. started banging them together, just started, like little airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> and then she docked them together. All yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. She docked them, and she goes, "Now feed the mother." <laughs> <laughs> Houston uh, docking complete. <laughs> you and your friend are looking at, uh, at each release other. Release the load. Like, we need to stop going looking for women together. <laughs> we always pick the weird ones. <laughs> oh. Dude, how do you go? You know what's like? I don't like the idea of wingmanning. Why? Like, what do you mean? Because it's like wingmanning is like diso- feels dishonest to me. Because, no. like, if I wingmanned you, right? First off, you would never wingman me. That hurts. I could I could kill it as a wingman, no. even though I wouldn't. No, but okay. First, tell me why you hate it. Okay, and then we'll talk about why you would be a bad. One. Let's not. Let's okay. Let's use that. Say you go, hey, t- like you're like, hey, Sean, I'm I'm looking, I'm trying to date, whatever. We're at a bar. Can you wingman me tonight? First We're off, at- first off, first off, Sean, you don't even get the the primal concept of wingman. A wingman isn't like, hey man, t- hey Sean. I'm at, we're at this bar and I'm trying to date. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the wingman is like if you're just horny and you want to fuck tonight. That's a wingman. You really don't have a wingman if you oh, just try to the, casually the, date. The wingman takes the bullet. Yeah, the wingman takes the bullet because dating. The that's, that's a friend. The, is this this like pickup artist shit? Is that pickup artist terminology? In a way, I think. I mean, it's true. The one that yeah yeah the one that's trying to. So what does that mean? The wingman takes the bullet. So like no, he's a patriot. First, proceed what you think. A wingman does, and then we'll... All right. You're at the bar. Like, you and me are at a bar. Enter woman. Sitting next to, like, maybe sitting next to you, right? Yeah. And then I, w- I would be like, hey, Tony, you know, um, you know, I know, like, you have a couple DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> How's how are how are you cleaning cleaning up the pro? Are you a wingman for yourself? <laughs> yeah. I know. Hey Tony, I know you beat up the last three women you were with, but I hear I hear that you're really fixing that problem. And then he looks at the lady. Great guy. <laughs> He's getting better. He's on his way up. 
<laughs> no, no, obviously that's not what I would do. I'd be like, "Hey, Tony, like, how you doing, dude? What's what's up? What's up in Tony's world?" No, the thing is, Sean, you would do something. The thing is, you would try to say something really nice, but it would just become awkward. So the girl would be sitting next to us, right? Her and her friend, and sitting next to us. I'd be like, "Hey, Sean. Oh man, that girl's hot. Like, fucking." Cute wingman for me, and you'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. You'd be like, I'd be like, can you wingman for me? And you'd go, I got you, bro. <laughs> and then you'd be, and then you'd be like, three virgin daiquiris, please. <laughs> so they bring out the virgin daiquiris, and then you'd be like, hey Tony, how's your big old cock doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then she would like look She would like look but concerned Not like like oh that guy has a big cock She'd be like what did this guy just say At 5pm at happy hour And Sean would make eye contact with her And go I said He had a big old schlong And he told me He wants you to be the next person To see it And then you'd wink at me and go bye boys <laughs> And then you would leave I'd be like, that'll be $5,000. <laughs> yeah, you would literally, I think, you would mean well, but you would blow it out of proportion. See, that's where you're wrong. It's the opposite. You guys, everyone perceives me as awkward, but I'm actually extremely charismatic. You are charismatic, but you sometimes... Amp up the amp char up charisma the so much yeah. that I take the woman from you. She realizes that I'm the better <laughs> catch. Yeah. That's, Sean, that is why what I'm worried about. You, you found the problem. <laughs> oh, you're worried about me, me being a too, uh, too much of a chick magnet. Yeah, but no, okay. But, so so you, basically, a wingman. Basically, a wingman is, is if there are a group of girls, and let's say I'm in, like I'm interested in one. There's like two or three, two girls, right? And it's us two at a bar, two girls. I'm interested in one of the girls. Okay. It's like you go up, talk to her friend. We're all talking, and then like at one point, like hey. Do you want to go fucking see what's playing at the jukebox and like help separate the group so you can get like one on one time? Ooh, okay, perfect example. Uh, yes. See, here's, I think it's f fucked up and weird to have that like psychological plan before you go into a social situation. Personally, mm -hmm. I just think it's weird. It's weird to me to go. Yeah, Strate strategic like a strategic strategy to like no, not a strategy. Strategy, it's a strategy, right? There is, but like sometimes, and uh, sometimes you can tell. Like, let's say you're hitting on one of the friends, right? Sometimes uh, yeah. the other friend doesn't want her friend to talk to guys, and she'll just be like, you know what I mean? We'll like try to fucking plant herself into the conversation. And you're like. I don't want to really talk to you. So that's where Sean comes in and goes, I'll listen. Mm -hmm. And you're the wingman. You're like listening to the friend so that you get to know the girl that you're interested in and you guys can have dialogue. So bite the bullet could mean that you have to sit and have a two hour shitty conversation with a person with a bad, not person. necessarily <laughs> that you have to have sex with them or anything, yeah. which that's can also be biting the bullet is like, I'm not attracted to you, but I know if I don't hook up with you, my friend won't hook up with your friend. Yeah. So, I'll do it. Uh, did, did yeah. I, have I ever told the story? I just I, I've never been involved in like hookup culture. I've always so had like you've always yeah. ordered your brides. I've, <laughs> yeah, I've I only rushed. You just pay them. Did I ever tell you the story where my my buddy ruined the wingman situation? He became selfish. No. 
I almost broke my friendship with this guy. My buddy, I'm not gonna say his name, but he's older. He's a comic. He's like four. He's like forty. We were working at a club in Oklahoma together. I know what you're talking about. And after the show, <laughs> yeah, yeah, after the show, Carlos Mencia. Yeah, it was Carlos Mencia. You, sorry, Carlos. No, uh, we'll bleep that after out. After the show, a girl that had seen me like a year ago before me at the club, she's like, "Oh, you're coming back? I'm gonna drive out, live yeah. like an hour and a half away." Came back. We're out having a great night. It's her and her friend, right? So after the bar shut down, we have some. We got some drinks from the club. Brought them back to our hotel. We're all hanging out. My buddy goes, "Hey, I'm gonna go downstairs and smoke a cigarette. Do you guys want to join?" I was like, "I'm good. I have my vape." The girl I was talking to goes, "Yeah, I'm good. I'll just smoke his vape with him." And then her friend's like, "I guess I'll go downstairs and have a cigarette with you, right?" So I'm like, "Okay, this is great. A cigarette takes about you know." Four to five minutes. I'll have fucking four minutes to spare after I'm done, you know. <sighs> Quick shooter. No, I'm kidding. But, like, I was like, okay, they're going to go downstairs. It's going to be great. So, literally, they leave the hotel room. We're in bed. We're just talking, right? Fucking Kiss Me is playing on the television. Dude, I'm literally going like, oh, man, I'm about to have my first, like, one-night stand. This is going to be cool. Like, hook up. I've never hooked up with anybody. I've, I'm always, like, a relationship guy. Right. Kiss Me is playing. It felt like a movie. And then on the door, you just hear, and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I go to the door, open it up, and it's her friend, and she goes, we got to go. I'm like, huh? And she goes, let's just go. We got to go. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, nothing. You know, we say our goodbyes, whatever. They leave. And my friend comes in the hotel room, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck happened? And he just goes, well, we got in the elevator, and I just went in for a kiss. (laughs) And I'm like, bro, she's 25, and you're 40. You don't get kisses. <laughs> like she was, in, you could tell she was not attracted to him. Yeah. And he just goes, oh, but I wanted to try. And I was like, you try after the cigarette, buddy. Maybe on the elevator right up. Yeah, with the nicotine in your blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, 25 and 40 in LA, that's a, yeah. That's almost too, that's almost this not guy, enough of no, an No, 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 no. This guy was like 40. He wears track suits. This was like a, you know, a girl our age who's like Russian. young, excited yeah. about life. And I think hooking up with him, she realized would have been a down spiral in her, you know, in her life. Yeah. And it was funny afterwards. I'm just sitting there just blue balled. I'm just sitting there. And then my friend's like, so what do we want to do the rest of the night? And I'm like. You can go back to your room. You go, hey, I'm I going. got some dominoes. Yeah. He, I got some dominoes goes, on the way. He goes, you want to hang out? I go, I don't. <laughs> I, I go, I do not want to hang out with you right now. He was the wor- worst wingman situation. Was that ever. the same guy that uh, got mad because he saw you at the bar with another girl when you were just keeping her warm for him? Oh, no, no, no. That was a headliner. Oh, okay. I'll okay. say this guy's name. I don't, it's Orny Adams. Yeah. Uh, Orny Adams was a headliner. I love Orny. Good guy, but this was a weird situation. Was in Chicago, he had a girl come out to see him, and he just goes, "Hey, can you like keep her company while I go get my shit out of the green room?" I was like, "Sure." So I'm sitting next to her. I'm making her laugh. I'm a comedian. She just saw my show. You know, I like to. Yeah. I'm all. I'm on when I'm at a bar. I'm just. I'll make jokes. You know, be funny. She's laughing, and he comes back into the room, sees her laughing at me, and then just looks at us, and then just leaves. Leaves the club. And she goes, what was that? And we go follow him. And he got in the car and he just left. Yeah. So I go back to my hotel. I'm like, hey, Orny, is everything cool? Two hours go by and he goes, hey, when a headliner brings you on the road, you don't cock block him. I was like, dude, she was going to leave with you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dude, it's just it's I've I, I guess I've never been a part of hookup. It's just it, it's a weird thing to like because to me hookup culture is like involves whatever. It's the, it's to the people that want to fuck are the people that want to fuck, and I don't see like I, I I get why the other dynamics come into play with like it's all a game with like do you like it's like we like let's go shit like that. Also, it, you know with you know with women or whatever uh, people. It's, it's like it's also American. I realize that's a vi- the hookup culture in America is vi- different than Europe. Cause like How my so? mom, my mom would say, cause she always, <laughs> no, on. no, my mom would say, you can't start a sentence. Hookup culture is different in Europe. No, no, my no, mom no. would say, no, 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 because my mom, she's from Germany. And I know. She said dating culture is different. Yeah. And because she goes, America first date is like always one on one. And in, in Europe, it's like when you go on a date, it's like you bring like a group of friends. It's like, oh, he's going to go on a date with her. And they all go together and do like a thing. And it's less awkward. And it's more like just chill because you're with like your friends they're with their friends and it's more of a a chillax kind of relaxing and it's usually the third or fourth date is when it's the one-on-one i like that personally i I like that more well that to me is it feels like a more organic way that relationships form yeah like this whole like immediately serious one-on-one one-on-one and you gotta yeah it's all like and you're like do you go serious first date do you go like goofy fun it's, yeah, it's like weird. What, what what personality of my multiple do I want to show? Yeah, on the first day, <laughs> <laughs> do I want to show? <laughs> do I show him happy? Do I want to be you know finance Sean? Evil? <laughs> I just fracking Sean. I hate dates. I like, I fuck it. I'm so in my head on dates. What's the last date both of you have been on? Uh, well, my ex girlfriend, uh, yeah, dated her. We went to like lots of coffee shops and stuff. Yeah, and uh, those dates were really like, it's like, yeah, they're just first dates are just awkward. Yeah, and then you add coffee. Coffee is not a good first date. I don't like coffee as a first date. Yeah, because you're an you're caffeinated. You're like, uh, <laughs> what like, do you want to do now? <laughs> it's like, you work in finance? <laughs> Fucking cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Later, another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be a terrible. You know man. the fucking federal. You know the Federal Reserve. They're fucking. They're off their wagon. <laughs> yeah, they're coming up with a new Fed coin. Fed now. Also, also yeah, exactly because yeah. the thing is, like on a first date, you don't want to go like too cash, or but you don't also want to go too like fancy. Because I've had nah, friends I show up. You go. You, I go Frank Sinatra. I've had, <laughs> I show up at the coffee shop. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> Let me play among the stars. You're paying for this coffee. Because I've had friends that go first date, take them to like five star restaurant, and then the date's terrible, and now they're down two hundred dollars. I was like, yeah, that's not worth it. Yeah, dude, can I? I do you know these guys? I don't know if you guys think feel like this way. People like look at dating as like a market, or it's like a game to be won. Yeah, and there's like, oh, like you know, there's a supply of women and a supply of men and attractive men. Uh, or like they have all these like theories theories about like the nature of how women and men uh, fuck and 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 mm-hmm. associate. And I'm not saying there's no truth to those arguments, but they're so like I've met people that are like so assertive about like they're like hot women fuck as much as they want, and the the fucking guy the fucking guy has to be hot, and you, if you don't have a fucking BMW, you're out of luck, bro. You're not going to get a hot bitch. Yeah, it's kind of like... Or a lot of people that I know. Just like all guys kind of... I don't know. There is that that weird balance of like if a guy just wants to have like... 
it's the unfair balance of like if a guy just wants to fuck around, it's kind of cool, and if a girl fucks around, she's a whore. That still exists. Yes, but who's yeah. who typically calls them whores? Other is women. Other, is it other women? A lot of time, yeah. other women are the ones. That's the first thing. Oh well, she's a slut though. It's like, yeah, you know what I mean. What what guys like? Oh, I'm not gonna hook up with her. She's a slut. It's like because there's different. I think there's different different ways to go on a first date depending on what you're looking for. Right. Like you see, like I think in the hookup culture, you go to a bar, have a few drinks, then boom, go back to the place, you know, do what you want to do. But I think if you're like going on a, if you're looking for a relationship, you do like an activity. You know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of like, where you kind of an activity like, oh, like mini golf, fucking bowling, where it's more of a kind of, you know. Like, let's see how you deal with like pain when you, when you miss the mini golf shot. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously though. Seriously you know? though. Because th- that's where you're gonna blow like me. I would blow up. I'd be like, I'll fucking kill everyone here, dude. I, I've been on like double dates, where like, <laughs> where the dude when he like misses a strike starts getting mad, <laughs> and you can see the girl's face just instantly go like, oh, Boom, I am, you're done. That's I it. I am not attracted to them anymore. That where, is the worst date. The batting cages. Oh, dude. that was my worst date because I. Kept it was a slow. It was like sixty or no fifty miles an hour, forty five. Yeah. yeah, and I kept swinging after, and my date was laughing at me oh. with my friend and their date, and they're all outside the cage, dying laughing. They're like, "Stop swinging after the ball, swing before the ball." And then I swung, and then the ball went. And she was like, "You're not athletic, are you?" And I'm like, "All right, I just because I can't hit a ball, maybe I'm nearsighted. How about that?" Were you getting mad? Uh, I was getting embarrassed. I wasn't getting mad. I was getting embarrassed because this is our second date in a row where she was like, I'm starting to get you're not athletic. Oh. And she was athletic. Oh. Yeah. So she wanted to do like athletic things. She wanted to go on hikes and thing. Swim, ten, swim 10 miles. Yeah, yeah. I want to do drugs and have sex. That's what I want to <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah. Watch Netflix about people doing athletic Well, this things. is before Netflix. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. What's the worst date you guys ever? The, the, well, let me ask you this. What was y'all's go-to date? In college, I think like a coffee shop because I used to be the guy where it's like first date, like fucking spend money and then doesn't go well. And you're like, why? So it'd be like coffee shop, Mm. coffee shop, go to like a record store. Because I think like you get to know someone like at a record store. You're like, oh, have you heard this album? Like, okay, they like the same kind of music. Go see a movie. Like I would take um, in Dallas when I was in college uh, at the um, Texas Theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be a good like a Dallas day because we lived in Denton, like thirty minutes outside of Dallas. Go to Dallas, go see a movie at this old school movie theater, then go like you know get some dinner. But what was your yeah. objective? Uh, a second date. Your objective was not to hook up that night. Your no. objective was a second date. I'm well, I'm usually, yeah, I uh, I because I f- I think I've said this before on the podcast. I fall in love easily. Ah. Uh, and my thing is like if I hooked up date one, yeah, I'd be texting. Being like, hey, so how's your day? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm that kind of guy. So I'm like, I, yeah, I, I try to shoot for a second and third date. Hmm, that's and, cool. And then hook up. What's your objective, Sean? My, well, I'll tell my ideal first date and my objective. Ideal first date. Yeah. You hit her up. Mm-hmm. Go on my pad. Right? Yeah. Before she gets there, I set the scene. Uh-huh. I light a candle. <laughs> turn on some jazz. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the nice. <laughs> then I turn on. My <laughs> then I turn on my computer. <laughs> and, you know, play, play, 
put on Spotify, play some music. Yeah, yeah. And I start playing League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. And then I go to sleep. <laughs> and then, and, and that's kind of my ideal day. And before you, before you go to bed, you go, you know where the exit is. <laughs> you know where to leave. Now, my first ideal day is, uh, you know, bring her back to my place. Like you said, candles. I think candles is a must. But the candles are in the form of a pentagram. <laughs> Upside down or right side up? Oh, you know. Inside out. Inside, Inside out. out. <laughs> and then I sit her down and I just go... This is the date. <laughs> we are going to sacrifice one of us, whoever Lord Ixnu wants more, and he's going to take our soul. She starts getting a little scared, freaked out, you know. So at that point, the doors just instantly lock because I have an app on my phone. Is it Bluetooth? It's Bluetooth. Where can people find the app? <laughs> at citizen.com. No, uh, and... Uh, Doors start locking. I start yelling in Latin. Ixnu, Ixnu, I got you a new soul. Ixnu, Ixnu. At that point, Ixnu comes out. Ixnu is very happy with Tony. Ixnu loves Tony because Tony always gets Ixnu a new soul to eat on Tuesdays, his feeding day. Ixnu feeds on the girl, takes her soul, and then... She's dead because she no longer has a soul. And you get the body? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. That's when it gets crazy. At that point, Tony realizes he actually likes the girl. Uh -huh. So Tony has to bring Ixnu back up and go, hey, Ixnu, can we maybe give I her never do this. Yeah. I never do this. I never do this. this, but can we maybe give Bethany her soul back? Because honestly, we were eating spaghetti earlier, and I think I felt she like... She likes Coldplay. I like Coldplay. Yeah, we like we both like Coldplay. And you like Coldplay, Ixnu, don't you? Yeah, and Ixnu's like, I do like Coldplay. <laughs> and then it's an argument, and I was like, come on, Ixnu, be a wingman. And then he just goes, all right, and gives her her soul back. And then at that point, she wakes up, she goes, what happens? And Ixnu goes, this guy right here, big cock. <laughs> 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 it looks like shot. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's new. And then credits roll. No, he goes, this guy right here, big cock. Yeah, I'm going to go back to hell. Hope you guys have a good first date. N never liked dates. This was, you both went to college, right? Yeah. So it was, yeah. hey, you want to study? Or hey, you want oh study dates? I forgot about it was, study dates. Yeah, where, where they is? Oh yeah, let's have a study date. I'll be like, date. We're gonna we're gonna study. What are you talking about? <laughs> and or you want to smoke? Yeah. So there's no oh, pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? If she chills and stays after smoking, or chills and st stays after studying, that's her being like, oh, I like hanging out with you. Yeah. And then later on, you go on dates. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. After you fuck, you fuck first and then you date. A yeah. date and then hmm. fuck. Oof, that's hard. It's tough. I don't because then you got to get in a person's mind, yeah. and I don't want to put another person's feelings and thoughts and and dreams in my mind that I'm not going to pursue a relationship. Also, with. I think dating culture is a lot, a lot weirder now because like with apps, because everybody's on the apps. It's a menu. Yes, it's like a weird menu now where it's like you check all these boxes. Yeah, you got to check the box. You got to either they've be, really gamified it. It's a game. It's really gamified, and I don't like like. It's really, like, I think affected the way that people even have, like, romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. 
a lot. Also, I think it's a reason that like don't to, why overthink this shit. Like th- this whole like women be like looking for a guy that's like fucking rich and blah blah blah. blah. And men be looking and for and men be looking for a girl that is just down to hang. And if a girl is independent, you know she goes stay with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love those bullshit Instagram photos. Yeah, yeah. When the woman does road shit going on, you know she love you forever. Or, also, or instead of treating the opposite sex like uh they treat him like a number or like a like you know every woman is looking for a guy that's like why this. i don't like it yeah yeah it's, it's a- or you just meet the person and have a conversation and then treat them like how they want to be treated and listen to your fucking feelings okay. asshole yeah well how do i feel about this woman well she like is like doing well and like the guy on I instagram think- told me but I think that's also a thing I think uh, that porn is doing is like you, you hear about that. You hear that a, a lot where it's just like, I feel like because people watch porn at such a high rate right now where they're just like, yeah, I, I think I like getting like, I think I like getting pegged. And then you're like, do you really? And you're like, every time I like, I cry afterwards, but like, <laughs> fucking, I think I like it. And I'm like, Dude, I don't. It's fine if you don't like it. It's like, no, I watch these porn videos, and I think I like getting pegged. Without trying uh, it, I mean, because you hear about like hook, like oh, I, like people like convince themselves that they're into things that they're not into. Oh yeah, dude, my bo- just to have like a thing. My buddy when he lost his virginity was anal. Jesus, because he he watched porn. His first time having sex was anal for him though. Yeah, like they they put it in his ass. No, no, he put oh. it in the girl's ass. Oh. I was like, that was your first time? Was she Mormon? No. Oh. But he's like, it's what, he, they had vaginal sex, and then he goes, I guess I got to put in the butt now. And I'm like, you don't have to. Yeah. I go, yeah, I go. you're 18. You don't have to. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, you know, what are you going to do, man? People, you know, people are what they're into. Yeah. But even if you go on a date and you say all those different things, the thing that still lacks is honesty. It's refreshing to just go on a date and, like, be all yourself to the point where like the date could just end right there you Ooh, know what I mean? that's real shit yeah, yeah like it's like in the middle of the date it's like where it's like you it's not going well years of heartache yeah, yeah. Fucking... why pretend like show them who you really are yeah. you know go on that date it might be an awkward date they end be like well let's just finish our food and then we're done yeah you know what i mean and then you don't have to pay for her meal because now she's like well i don't want you to pay for me you know yeah damn that's and i'm super afraid of conflict i that's a very hard thing for me to do Oh, yeah. So like be yourself on a first, be yourself on a date. Did like you guys that? ever have any tests? Like you know how that that one on uh, a Bronx Tale was like, if she doesn't lean over oh, and open the door and open for the you, lock. Yeah, then she dump her, dump her for right me, there. If we go out to eat and if they treat like the server bad, to me I can't do that. Or if we go oh. to a movie and like you know someone it's taking a little long and she's like she gets mad, mm-hmm. like fuck this. Like to me I can't do that. Yeah, dude, it's similar for me. I'm like, uh, do you accept the Lord of Prince of Darkness, Satan? <laughs> and, and if she goes, yes. Then, then we're then, good. Then we're good. She goes, who's the Lord? Who's the Prince of Darkness? Yeah. And I don't I'm know. Like, this, look, this isn't going to work. I had one, and every once in a while, it worked where uh, I'd go to a nice restaurant. I order just a salad. Yeah. And usually they order like a steak or shrimp or something, you know, more manly, right? And then sometimes when the person comes back, it's not the server, it's somebody else, and they'd always hand me the steak and hand them the salad, right? Really? If they go, no, 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 that's mine. Get out of here. But if they wait till the server leaves and then switch it for you, 
so you can save your manhood. That's a good one. Mm. You know what I mean? Also, I don't. I only want to eat a salad because if we fuck later, I can't fuck with a steak in my belly. <laughs> yeah. If I just have salad, I can go get water burger after. Yeah. <laughs> mm. well, what we're trying to say is, we're good at dating. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the uh, yeah? What's the most awkward date you've ever been on? Dude, I don't know if I've. I don't think I've told a story yet. This is dude. When I was uh, just starting out in uh, in comedy. I went to this mixed open mic in the Bay Area yeah. where they do like music and poetry. Yeah. I fucking hate music and poetry just as art forms. Yeah. Especially at like that level. I don't hate it, but I kind of hate it. It's yeah. a lot of like, um, a lot of people I think that, well, you see it in comedy too. Everyone emulates what they look up to. Yeah. And so you see a lot of, but anyway, I go up there and I fucking whatever, do my set. And like afterwards, this chick comes up to me. She's like, hey, do you want to go get dinner? Kind of spontaneous. I was like, sure, that sounds good. We'll go out, we'll go downtown, we're downtown Mountain View mm-hmm. in the Bay Area. And we get like, we check out, there's like a like a crystal store. <laughs> so we went inside the crystal store mm-hmm. and uh, she like told, told me about all these crystals. I have a type, you know. Yeah. A witch? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> but she was also um, fucking becoming a, a doctor or something. Like she mm-hmm. was in medical school or some shit like that. A witch doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that would be bad was, like, if studying. you're going in for surgery and that doctor walks <laughs> in and she goes, you're going into brain surgery. We might cut you open or I might just lay this crystallized purple rock on your head and see if it deals with, this, with the tumor. No, we'll no, see. No, you're just like, doctor, like my head really hurts. Yeah. And I don't really know what's going on. Like, can you do an MRI? And she'll just be like, are you a Virgo? <laughs> and you're like, what? I have, she's like, are you a Virgo? They're like, yeah, I am. Well, then we, we shouldn't do an MRI because mm-hmm. right now, Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> what that means is that your head hurts because the Lord Zeno is actually, you have brain cancer. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, before we go into surgery, uh, are you guys going to pump me up with some like medicine so I don't feel it? No, no, no. I'm just going to put my hands over your body and I'm going to go, mm, no pain, no pain. <laughs> but your rising sun is in Aries, isn't it? You don't need, you don't need painkillers. But yeah, so it's just we're, we're walking around downtown, and it's a good date. It was cool. We just kind of hung out, um, and then uh, it, it was well, this is more than one date, but it's kind of this is the, like the craziest shit that ever happened to me. Like, uh, and it was very awkward dating wise. Second date comes around, and uh, we're bowling, mm-hmm. and um, and um, well, the the really sad part about this uh, date is that she beat me at bowling, and I've, mm-hmm. I was never more embarrassed in my life. Really. She bowled like a 220. Damn. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this woman? Did you yell at her? No, I was just like actually mad. Like we were talking about earlier. I was like, how did you win? I like love, <laughs> I go bowling every weekend. Uh-huh. And she's like, wow, like, is that good? I'm like, yes, that's good. <laughs> I feel like he was exactly like that. Like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, like fucking pulled out his Kramer. It's, I was like, this is beginner's <laughs> luck. Yeah, I said, pull out my <laughs> um, And, uh, you know, dude, so we're like getting shots at the bar bowling. It's like the bowling alley is closing and we're like, you know, getting a little more physical and she's rubbing up on me. Yeah. We're like hugging. And then um, the bowling alley closed and we're in my car in the parking lot. And then she was like, um, she asked me out of the blue. She's like, how many people have you slept with? Huh? I was like, um, two at the time. Yeah. And uh, she was like, wow. And then she was like, I haven't, I'm, I'm, I'm a virgin. Uh-huh. 
And uh, I was like, oh, it's crazy. Are you like religious? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, no, I just, uh, no, it's just never, never happened. And then we're like, I drop her off at her place. Right. Uh-huh. And then I thought I was going to die. We get there and um, she, should we get there? We get in there and I'm like, hey, well, like, let's. She was like, you want to hang out, have a drink? I was Wait, like, why okay. did you think you were going to die? She pulled out a gun. <laughs> I know. You're going to put your dick in my vagina. So we're hanging out on her couch. Yeah. And then I look to my left and there's a guy sleeping on the bed. I'm like, who's that? She goes, that's my boyfriend. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and she goes, she's get, he's getting deployed soon. I go, what? <laughs> And I was like, I'm gone. I'm leaving. I was like, I'll see you later. I finished my drink. And I was like, I, I finished my drink. Dude, <laughs> he was sleeping. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Didn't fucking tell me any of that shit. We, we were like. Also, see- also, can I just side note? You're a virgin and he's getting deployed soon. Let him put it in I, once I before he dies for a cut. She might have been, I don't know if she's yeah. religious with the whole military. Who knows? He's, but dude, I was like, if he woke up, I don't know what would have happened to me. You would have been like, who the fuck is this guy? He's so was she, was she try, So you walk in. How long did it take until you noticed him? Like five, 10 minutes. And so like we were like, my our legs were close. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I ever... We never kissed. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, it was clearly physical into like yeah, yeah. clearly one of those situations where, you know, if your fucking boyfriend if you saw your girlfriend doing you'd be like, yeah. What the fuck is what what are you Or doing? maybe he might have been a cuck. Maybe. maybe and we, it could have be been Polly. They could have been Polly. Maybe she was waiting to pitch me the, that, the, that, the cuck. That is pretty weird. That is I was that is was pretty like, weird. I don't believe oh, she was a virgin terrible. now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to believe. But like, dude, it was. I was She's getting deployed. I felt soon. so bad. I felt so not. Did you not text, only? Did you text her again? No, I fuck. I fuck. I'll fuck. I fucking ghosted her. I'll say that. I don't give a dude. People say ghosting is like this fucked up thing. Yeah, and it is. If you're like, I don't know. There are some situations where it's warranted. Like in that one, dude. I'm not. I'm just. I'm done with you. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm my own. I know what I believe to be right and wrong. And I don't want to fucking associate with with a person like that. That is a weird situation. What if that was the phrase he gets deployed soon to be like, all right, I'm about to fuck him. Are you ready? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was the key phrase for him to be like, as soon as he starts fucking, I open my eyes. You know, that is crazy, dude. Yeah. And so I was just going to be like, man, like, have you heard of the military industrial complex? Do you, <laughs> even, do you even really understand? Like, it was very scary. Yeah. Yeah. That is nuts. What was yours? Mine was not that crazy. Mine was uh, in college, going to coffee day, and uh, this girl's like, oh, so you do comedy? And I was like, yeah. This is like five minutes into the day. She just goes, so, like, how long do you think, um, is it? how long is it going to take you in comedy to make enough money to, like, take care of both of us? Wow. Like five minutes <laughs> into the day. And I just like, I'm like a year and a half, two years in comedy, not making any money. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there just like, like, I was like, how about you ask me like what, what my favorite fucking color? No, is? dude, take advantage and be like, I don't know. Uh, when are you going to start sucking my dick? <laughs> no, I got that. Abs- to me, that was like very, it was just like pretentious yeah. and very like, oh, you're just in, you know, looking for them. Like a money guy, I, to yeah. me, it tur- instantly turned me off. Mm. So I just go, I go. Actually, 
I don't think I can afford your coffee anymore. So, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to go. And then wow. I just got up, grabbed my coffee, and just left. Well, that in a way, she's being honest. You know, would, yeah. would you have rather had that or her be like, like hide that? She wants that from out of a guy. Yeah. And, but, you know, but you, to, to me, it's like. You couldn't deliver on that. And you still can't. No, yeah. but to me, on a on the f- like five minutes into a date, that's a little extreme. Like if it was like an hour or two, and like we're an hour in, and she goes, "Oh, so you do comedy? What's it like? The money wise?" I would have explained it to her like, "Oh, this is like a long haul." But like literally, we just got to the date, and she just goes, "When can you financially support the both of us?" And it's just like the both of us. I don't even know. You know, wasn't like, a joke. Maybe she has dry humor. No, no, no. You could tell. No. And then uh, out, of her, tell. out of her backpack, she pulls out a mug. She's like, I sell custom mugs <laughs> on the internet. For just $50,000, <laughs> Tony, you could be a millionaire. Yeah. How would you like to have a million dollars? These mugs have astrology signs on them. Yeah. And they represent <laughs> me. I'm also studying to be a brain surgeon. And I need 500 grand for that. Yeah. I've gone. Man. The thing is, when you go on a good date, it's great. I've gone on... Couple good good th- dates are really good dates are the best. They're fun. The feelings you have, I love, dude. I love, I love falling in love. It's a weird fucking thing to say as a dude, but like I love the the ramp. And then after seven months, I'm like, oh, I'm bored. <laughs> Goodbye. The the real love, the real love is is comedy. Joshua Cabaza fell in love mm-hmm. twice on accident. Once. What? Once, yeah. I'm we're, just saying you fell in love with your wife twice when you had both your kids. <laughs> Actually. Good, good save. Yeah. Good save. Yeah. Worst date ever, uh, we went to Fuddruckers and we both got diarrhea. <laughs> and we both didn't want to tell each other, so we decided to go to HEB because we're like, oh, we can get ice cream, and, mm-hmm. and then we'll go back. And we both went in there. And you know how the the restrooms in front? We both headed to the restroom, and we both made the eye contact like, "Yeah, we both have diarrhea," <laughs> and left without getting ice cream. That was the end of the day. We're both. I was just like, I dropped her off, and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta go home." She's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go home too." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna drop you off." <laughs> but we we talked for a little bit after that. But yeah, we both got horrible diarrhea from foot Oh, Jesus! Worst day What'd ever. What'd you eat? A burger, just a burger, and I was from the Ugh. you know, and and I should. It was like. Immediately after the meal, both of us were looking at each other like we don't feel good because we're doing yeah. that fast talk, like uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Oh yeah, the I have to shit talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. I was like, and then it was my idea to go to H E B because that's where I, if I'm anywhere on the road, I'm not going to a convenience store, I'm not going to a restaurant, I'm going to H E B because it has the cleanest. If it's Target's not available, right, is the cleanest that I can go to. And I went there, and she's like, yeah, let's do that. And then both of us immediately went to go take a shit. Damn, worst date ever. Damn. Yeah, getting the shits on a date is terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's there's word. I mean, or a hot when it's a hot day because I'm getting a, shit on. No, I'm a big boy and I sweat. Oh, I have to plan my dates. I gotta make sure like there's AC. Like it's like if we're going on a date, I gotta make sure like okay, the you walk like the secret is gonna, service. Yeah, there's like a 15 minute walk. We can walk through this building that has AC. Cool <laughs> off a little bit. Get back outside. Then get back inside of a building. Like I have to like I have to plan. I've take, seen take you the do. Viagra. It kicks in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen you do. You're on Sixth Street. You're soaked. It looks like you're in a wet T-shirt contest. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> you, when you when you went up and got those shoes, oh yeah, yeah. at the other studio, you were soaked. I was yeah. like, this guy throw water on himself. What the yeah, hell happened? I, get, I sweat. Yeah. Also, yeah. it is a million degrees in Austin, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. This city yeah. Is- 
when when I walk by, people throw water on me and they go, Shamu's coming through. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I, I have seen people do that and I have done that and it is very fun. It's very fun. It's very fun. Sean started it. Yeah, Sean started Hey guys, look, it's Shamu. <laughs> I remember once. He's giving everybody wah, water balloons. Okay, so this is a funny story. Joey. So there's a... I was doing a podcast with Joey and in San Antonio, met this girl, we were going to hang out. And she was like, I was like, oh, do you want to like go out? And she's like, oh, let's just hang out in my apartment. And I was like, oh, okay. So Joey gives me a blue chew after we do our podcast. He goes, we'll hang out a little bit, go to her place. It'll be kicked in. So we're hanging out and she texts me. She goes, hey, uh, my work just called. I have to go in early. Can we just move the date to tomorrow night? Cause I'm off for the weekend. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then I realized I had just taken a blue chew. So now I'm just sitting there on a couch with Joey Smith. Like I, he wanted. Yeah, like he wanted. <laughs> he probably texted her going like cancel the date tonight. No, but I'm just sitting there on a blue chew. Makes the call. And I'm just getting Joanne. I'm just getting warm because the blue chew's kicking in. I'm just like I'm getting warm right now. Yeah, I'm just getting <laughs> hot and warm. And Joey's just like, so you want to like fucking play mad? And I'm like, I'm just going home, Joey. I'm like getting horned up. <laughs> and I'm just horned up. Oh, dude. Number 65, uh, offsides. Was, dude, it was bad. Did you get a headache? Huh? Did you get a headache? Yeah. Yeah, it'll do that to you. And then I went home fucking jerked off. I was like, it's taking longer than it should. <laughs> get this this fucking white devil out of me. 24, it's, it's, it's 24 hours usually when... Oh, dude, it, and it heats you what? up. It's like yeah. an oven, dude. It like your body becomes like an oven. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's because it, it forces your blood everywhere. That's why you get a headache. So you get a blood rush to your brain. Oh, dude. It's oh, yeah. it gives you a headache? If you if it's if the milligram is too much, I know too much about this. If the milligram is too much, it'll give you a headache. But it's great if you use it in the right situation. Oh, blue chew is great. We should have what, blue like chew. going into the forest alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, playing yeah, Madden yeah, with Joey. Yeah, that's the perfect Madden, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Blue Chew because when I play Madden with my boys, I like to get hot. <laughs> I like to get hot. <laughs> it makes me play better. It makes me. Are you worried about your performance? Yeah. When I'm door dashing, I take blue chews because <laughs> I get hot and horny. Because <laughs> I like to be, I like to be horny when door dash fucks my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your fun rockers. I hope you don't get diarrhea. Blue chew. Dude, Take it while you drive. <laughs> I hate. I mean, I love DoorDash, but I every time I use DoorDash, I download it and then I delete it after I use oh, yeah, it because yeah. it's such a fucking horror, easy way to spend all your money. Oh, dude. I DoorDash the most embarrassing things. What do you? I DoorDashed like, and GoPuff. You ever used? I, I used. You ever do DoorDash and GoPuff at the same time? Oh, dude, it's bad it's, night. That's a bad. That's that's, that's, like that's when you're at a rock bottom. Yeah, that's a depressive night. I, I one time I go puffed a pint of mint Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Uh huh. A bag of, of of like a share size bag of nerd nerds, uh-huh. big chewy nerds, um, Chick Fil A, chicken sandwich, nuggets, fries, milkshake. Oh, you're high. No, I was sad. <laughs> and uh, and literally, yeah. it was so expensive. And then uh, what I had, and then what I do is I get all sad, and I'm like, no, fuck it. And I end up throwing the candy out because yeah. I'm like, I ordered it, but I know if I throw it out, that I won't, I won't eat it, uh-huh. and I don't want to eat candy. I don't. Yeah. So I so I end up blowing all this money trying to eat healthy. Dude, the craziest is because I know that. 
sometimes I've ordered food where the delivery driver comes to your place and you're like, oh, this guy's having a sad day. Because as a driver, I've witnessed someone have a sad day. You've seen the other side of it. I've seen the other side where one day I was picking up a McDonald's order. I was like, 12 burgers, fries. 12 burgers? 12 burgers, fries, drink. One drink. So I was like, oh, that's weird. That's when I knew, oh, this is going to be a sad. That is. But I was like, oh, maybe only one person's thirsty. Maybe they have drinks at the, you know, maybe they just. They got a three liter. Yeah. They didn't bring Sprite. Yeah. And fucking Sean wanted Sprite. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and just 12 burgers. Okay. I'm not that. No, no. But what I'm saying, I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, (laughs) so they bring like a, it's a big ass bag of food. And I get to the house. There's only one car in the driveway. So I go, oh, God. I go, huh. So it's not a party. So I go up to the door and I knock. And I'm like, oh, maybe they're fucking, these doors are soundproof. And there's like a lot of people back there. And literally, it's just one guy who opens and he goes, hey. And I just go, oh, hey, man. He goes, I go, here's your McDonald's. He goes, oh, thanks very much, man. Have a good night. <laughs> I just shuts the door and I just go, oh man, oh man. Because I've been on that guy's side of the door yeah. and I got to see it and I was like, oh, from now on, just drop off at the door. I'm not going to make another door dash. Is he a big dude? Yeah, no, not like giant, but like you could tell like heart had been broken. Something happened where he was just. I don't. Know. I don't judge that man. No. I don't judge him. I was just like, I almost wanted to go in and be like, hey, man, I'll have a burger with you. <laughs> like, I wanted to, like, be there for him. Or maybe my other thought was, other thought was, that guy's a very evil man, and he has, like, people trapped in cages downstairs. That was my other thought. <laughs> he was just like, hey. Or what if he saves the 11 for later on in his fridge? No, 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 no. When's right? the last time you door dashed that shit ton of food and saved it for later on? Uh I mean, I mean, <laughs> 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 you're lying already. Uh, <laughs> candy, uh, but like, like, a, like candy, candy, <laughs> coffee. Tom, is that your go-to comfort? Candy. Oh yeah, I love candy. Like okay, sexually, Jesus, I love <laughs> candy. It's Jesus. almost sexual. It's Chocolate almost or like that Aaron Carter song. I, I want candy. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Who's a girl that's something sweet, dude? That's the thing. Living with Sean is, I'll randomly wake up at like four in the morning, and it's that song's just playing. Like, <laughs> uh, candy, and I knock on the door, and he doesn't respond. I'm like, Hey, Sean, are you okay? And he's just <laughs> on the floor, and there's just nerds ropes on him, and he's just like, Ah. Can. He's shoving it in his pee hole And I'm like Sean oh. I go that's disgusting and, you- and then he looks at me and he goes If daddy wants candy Daddy gets what he gets And he shoots it out He shoots it out And then it lands in- <laughs> It's disgusting no. It's disgusting And you, Tony, you always go like what are you doing Sean I'm like this is my writing process <laughs> Okay, stop in- interrupting my creative process. <laughs> this is how I live. This is, this is how I love. This is how I, f- I create all my mediocre bits. <laughs> is by shoving nerd's rope in my dick hole. <laughs> in my dick hole. <laughs> and then I shoot it out into my own mouth. It oh. makes the piss very sweet. <laughs> oh, dude, that was... Oh. What, what's uh, your go-to for depression? Like, um... I can't have hot hot Cheetos. I can't, dude. Oh man, my body. Mm-hmm. I've had so many hot Cheetos in my life. I can't do it anymore. The other night, 
had a little bag of hot Cheetos, fucking went to bed, uh, woke up at like two in the morning, just throat on fire. Oh, you have ulcers? Yeah. Ooh. What's what's that little Zan or something like that? He got real sick because he ate like too many hot Cheetos. That happened to me. I can't do it anymore. Wow. I'm done. They're out of my, I can't. He went to the emergency room for it. Yeah. Lil Zan went to the ER because he ate too many hot Cheetos. He almost died. That is hilarious. The Xanax. That is so funny. I want to learn more about this story. Yeah, the, That's so goddamn the funny. The Xanax didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, little Xan hospitalized, and not because of a flaming Hot Cheetos overdose. Little Xan went viral in 2018. He claimed he'd overdosed on flaming Hot Cheetos, but anyone familiar with the 20-fold rapper's history knows he's been struggling with prescription pills. Oh, <laughs> So it wasn't Hot Cheetos. It was Xanax. Oh, wait. It was Diego Xanax. Linos announced that he's recovering from a trip to the hospital. He had overdosed on flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah, I went to the hospital today. He says in a video showing off an apparent hospital wristband, getting ready to pick, to pack this tour. Oh, huh. we're just laughing at Wait. a guy's drug addiction. Yeah. So it was Xanax. Well, I mean, that's a good guy. You know what's fucked up is if you like, if I named my my, what if I made my rapper name like? No, Lil, that's his. Lil Lil Candy. That's what his mom named him. Lil oh. Xan. <laughs> that's his government name. He has his government <laughs> name. Congrats, congrats, ma'am. It's he, a boy. He came out with looking like that. Yeah, this one right here. See, this is what entrepreneurship is. Yeah. You know, no shirt. This is why a tattoo. This is why if I have kids, I do not want to have a daughter. Why? Because she's gonna bring home Lil Zan. Little Zan. <laughs> Young Zan. Young Zanny boy. He seems like a nice guy though. Now that he's sober. I I mean, dude, I have no problem with Lil Zan. I think it's I mean, why would you why would you lie about going to hospital getting hospitalized though for uh, Xanax, dude? One, th- one thing though, I had to. It's embarrassing. I don't, it's not that embarrassing. I was uh, in Boise, Idaho this weekend, and we did a show, and there was an eighteen year old kid at the show, and afterwards he was like talking to me. He goes, "Yeah, dude, he goes, I, fucking, it's cool that you're like doing your dream." And he's, I was like, "Oh, cool." I was like, "What's your dream, man?" And he goes, "Oh, I want to be a rapper." And I was like. Fuck yeah, man. He goes, yeah, man. I'm going next week for my first consultation for my face tattoos. And I was just... <laughs> and I instantly became like a dad. I was like, man, like, you don't have to do that. I was like, fucking, how about you get... Because he had no other tattoos. I was like, fucking, try one on your arm, man. Yeah. I go, try, get one on your arm first and see what you like. And he goes, nah, man, I want to get my ex-girlfriend tattooed on my, on my head. And I go, why? And he goes, so she'll always know that fucking she should have believed in me and not left i'm like you don't have to give her that validation man <laughs> I, think, I think just make a hit song and she'll feel that way she doesn't need the, the the tattoo and like literally and then he just goes he goes yeah man sucks what happened to andrew tate and i just go <laughs> he literally said this to me and he goes i go huh he goes yeah man i was a i'm a huge andrew tate follower and i just go this is recent yeah this this weekend. Oh, shit. Okay. And he goes, I'm a huge Andrew Tate follower. And I instantly just go, man, there's so many other, like, good people you could, like, listen to out there. And he goes, no, nah, man, he has good opinion on women's, man. Women be like that out there. And I'm just like, <laughs> I was just like, I was like, bro, like, I, I wanted to give him a hug <sighs> and just be like, dude, it's like, hey, man, whatever this girl did and the heartbreak you feel, like, you don't know where she was coming from. Like, not every, you know what I mean? I was like, there's still, like. Most women are still good women out there. Like, don't let this. Oh, dude, it was I'm, bad. I'm going to be brutally honest with you right now, Tony. 
on the rap side, you're totally wrong. Face tattoos is the way to be a rapper in 2022. You're out of touch with the rappers. You think? Yeah. If you get a face tat, you get a face tat, 808 bass, okay. nice synth, it, it, and, a, and a drug addiction, and you got your and, a, and yeah. you got yourself a rapper. And you don't got to go to prison. And oh, you don't do the jail anymore. Okay, yeah. my thing is this, though. Have more than one song on Spotify. Also wrong. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you have one song. That's it. Island Boys. Yeah, and look at them now. They're broke. Uh, are they though? Yeah, look, Island Bo- the Island Boys. Look at that. I up. don't know. They're, if they're broke. broke. I, recently- I don't think no, the Island. Google it real they, quick. They spend all day doing that cameo shit. Google it. They have, dude. The Island Boys had wealth before. Look at they before they even got famous. They were in a fucking hot tub. They don't even. They don't need money. Well, they got that from uh, a loan. One of the PP. Yeah, uh, Elon's. Yeah, yeah. What? Yes. Yeah, that's how they the got island it. boys <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. are taking money from the government. <laughs> yes, that's fucked up. Uh, are the alien? What happened? I love that title. The island boys are broke. Here's what happened. Po- the former manager of the island boys twins, Poker the Jew. <laughs> I fucking hate this country. I, I'm, rapper- I'm quitting. I'm out. <laughs> uh. Are who him about um about 150k and they are broke now. According to Poker, the only way of flowing money in their lives right now is cameo videos, and those videos have dried up. Wait, no one wants to hear the Island Boys say happy birthday to their five year old. No, <laughs> although the cameo brought an income to them, uh, there are TikTok, social media influence, and YouTube making them lots of money. Therefore, we can still hope there. Still keep hopes about the twins. According to the fans of the Island Boys, Poker is angry as the boys have fired him. However, the twins have also not issued any statements regarding the allegations. As a fan, you can wait for their future work as soon. I, I think I think I'm good. I'm not a fan, and I, I think I'm good on their future works. Thank also, you. Also, they're not good rappers. They the don't thing, have to be. You don't have yeah. to be. Well, they dude, got the, yeah, they don't have. To, I think you know it's it's talent. Talent has never really been the deciding factor in who make who quote unquote is successful. It's not about talent. It's never been about talent. I disagree. You know, I think even I think I disagree. There's still talented rappers, the ones that make a career out of it. Because Island Boys were just a meme. That's a yeah, thing. That, yeah, a you're, new, yeah, you're yeah, you're right. New lane of fame now, and it's like a meme. And then you capitalize on the meme. Yeah, and you should. They, those guys were dumb because they thought. Oh, we're gonna actually become like real rappers, even though everybody was like laughing at them and not with them. Yeah. Like if yeah, I, and if, it's, I think talent leads to longevity. Yeah. Where like then people like discover you over time and shit, but like, or you can just blow up. Look at well, like dude, Rebe- they were dude, massively viral. Look though. at Rebecca Black. Yeah. Same thing happened to Rebecca Black. Who's Rebecca Black? She did the Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah. But her parents are super rich, too, weren't they? Oh, really? Like music producer? Yeah, yeah. But still, same thing where it's like she had that fucking six month of fame. That song is a banger. It is. Let's be honest. Hey, Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. (laughs) How does it go? Uh, It goes. Pull up in my truck. Yeah. My friends pull up, sitting in the front. (laughs) I get in the back. I get in the back seat. seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the front seat. Sitting <laughs> in the back seat. It's like. Gotta make my mind up. Which, which seat, seat can I take? It's Friday. Dude, it's, it's like banger. the it's like the wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The wheels on, on the, the bus. bus. 
But like, uh, yeah, the Island Boys are broke. So Everyone's I, broke. My thing is this. Andrew thing, Tate is broke. My thing is this. My thing is this. With that kid, he's eighteen. Fucking, like, not a bad. I listened to his one song. Not a bad rapper. Not a bad song. But he was just like, yeah, man. I have one song out. I got nine other songs, but I ain't releasing them yet. And I was like, how about you release the music first, see how people are liking it, and if people are really liking it and digging it, then get the face tattoo. Dude, you know what you should have said to him when he's like, yeah, man, like, I'm going to get a face tattoo of my ex-girlfriend on my face. You should have been like, dude, you don't need a face tattoo. Focus on killing people. <laughs> focus on what matters. Yeah. Focus on the rapping. Be focus on violence. Focus on selling drugs. These are the things that are going to give you the life experience to make art. That's why you're not a good wingman. Because <laughs> yeah. you incite murder. Yeah, bro, you incite murder. Why are you focusing on things like tattoos, bro? Get a Glock. Who's the what's What happened to Fetty Wap? Um, Fetty Wap was actually a good rapper, and he was like the first rapper where his first three his first three what did he, songs. What did he do again? What did Fetty Wap do? Uh, he did um, what songs? Um, Fetty Wap tore. Happened? He's still touring. Well, what happened to Fetty Wap? Five hundred thousand bond on November fifth, twenty twenty one. He was put in, back in jail on August eighth, twenty twenty two, after violating the term of the. Uh, pre-trial release on August 2022. He pleaded guilty to his drug charges. Whoa. Face Could face a minimum of five years in prison. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That sucks, dude. Yeah. Which was crazy because he was like his first like three hits. First three songs hit number one in the charts and he's the first musician to do that. No fucking Whereas way. Really? Three, yeah. It was, uh, what was it? Six, seven, nine. Uh, Trap Queen. Mm-hmm. Trap Queen. Yeah. How does that one go? It seems like he spiraled out of control out of, after his four-year-old daughter died. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh Christ. Yep. I say, hey, what's up? Hello. Yeah, Treat that one. Me at the phone. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I say, hey, what's up? Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great, dude. That sucks that his daughter died. Sorry, Fetty. Yeah, because the dude like, right after is when he goes through the the drug thing. Can we, can we like, I mean, if I was president, I'm going to pardon Fetty Wap. <laughs> that's a guy that's been through some shit. He's a cultural icon. His daughter died. I'm not going to throw him in jail for some yeah, bullshit but, drug charge. Was it a drug charge or yeah, was it, vi- if it was a violent? Would you do that for normal people? No, I wouldn't. But a lot of normal, I think, drug dealers, you could say, are selling drugs because of their family. Yeah, but did they write, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. Fetty Wap wrote, hey, what's up? Hello. That's true. These that's other like, people just sold drugs and they're criminals. That's like Tim Allen. People don't know this about Tim Allen, Buzz Lightyear, all this. He uh, got arrested for like having like kilos of coke. And oh, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then the reason he didn't go to jail for a long time is because he, he snitched on everybody. Tim Allen. He's a rat? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And now he's like this Republican icon, but people forget like, oh no, he was like a- Coke trafficker? Yeah, he was a huge Coke trafficker. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's fucking awesome. And now he's like on Fox News going like, man, kids kids have no respect nowadays. Kids have- (laughs) Dude, you know what is crazy is like, I'm, I'm, I'm just got, I'm watching Narcos. Have you seen Narcos? Look at this. Oh, all of them. Yeah. Love Narcos. No, go back to, go back to- There he is. That's him in, yeah. Holy shit! Go go back to the uh, the story. On October second, nineteen seventy eight, Allen was arrested with 
at Kalamazoo Battle Creek International Airport for the possession of over 650 grams, about 1.43 pounds of cocaine. Hold on, wait. He was he only was had two kilos on him. <laughs> he has two keys and he's getting <laughs> he's getting he's getting, right. he's getting caught up. Go yeah, go to how did Tim Allen go from cocaine trafficking? Yeah, so he, Tim Allen faced life imprisonment in 1978. He, he, dude, he was about to go to a jail for life. So he decided to make a deal, which eventually led him to fame and fortune. He must be scared. Right? I bet you every no, I bet you everyone that he was in the game with is dead or in prison. He no. put his he put all his compatriots in jail. He's nothing to be scared he was about. He's in there for 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 28 months. Whoa. Yeah. He wait, listen to this. Tim Allen uh the deal was only feasible. Tim Allen ratted out nearly two dozen drug dealer peers. <laughs> only. Do you think when he got caught with the cocaine at the airport, they're like, sir, and they open up the, the bag and he sees the two kilos. They go, sir, what is this? And he goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And then the title card, Home Improvement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Dude, it's it's just I don't know, you know this whole we keep. I think what I think is, I want to go back and see a universe where Tim Allen <laughs> becomes like a big a kingpin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, like okay, Sean, I'm Tim Allen. Okay, and you tell me. Um, I have some bad news. I'm Tim Allen, and you tell me that uh, you lost the drugs in like a in a gang battle or whatever. All right. Come in. Tim, um crazy man. I'm just I gotta I'm cutting to the chase here. You know the five keys, kilos? They're gone. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> please don't kill me, Tim! Tim, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tim, Tim, please. I got kids. And boys, this is what we call a home and <laughs> Wow! To infinity and beyond. <laughs> so what it was was it it was a setup. Uh, it was a sting operation. Okay. Right. It was undercover cop that got him to do it. And as soon as he went to the airport and went to the locker, there was a gun in his face. And the judge says, as the future star charmed a judge throughout the ordeal, he told Alan that he expected him to be a very successful wow. comedian. Wow! Fortunately, in the comedy world, being a snitch isn't a deal breaker. Wow. Yeah. He helped authorities indict 20 people in the drug trade. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Yeah. Dude, that's like some fucking... Uh, no, dude. Like a casino. You know the end of Casino? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the end of a mob movie. Yeah. 20 people? And now Tim Allen goes... I don't say poopy on. I can't say fuck on stage because that's a bad word. <laughs> Fuck's a bad word. I kill people with my with my but behavior. But it's usually guys like that. Look at Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby uh, told Eddie Murphy he'll never make it because he cursed on stage, and it's like, <laughs> Bill, you were uh, raping people. Yeah. yeah, it's always the clean. It's the clean cut guys that always do that. Damn, dude, dude. I was what? I was funny before that. Prison grew me up. I was. I was an adolescent that woke up too early when my father was killed. I stayed angry 
at the adolescent at the adolescent level. Allen wasted no time exploring his talent upon his release, working at Detroit ad agency by day and doing stand-up comedy. At the night. Comedy Castle. Dude, I would have loved to see... Oh, man, I would love to hear Tim Allen interviewing at that ad agency oh, with yeah. some suit. So, uh, Tim, uh, what's going on, man? Tell me about yourself. Well, I just ratted on like 12, like 20 drug dealers. I was a coke trafficker before this. And I like to work at your ad agency. And I'll rat on you. And um, <laughs> I actually still have all my connects in the coke game. So if you guys want coke, I can get you blow. That's probably and the guy was like, deal. Add, add back, ad agencies back then were all coke. Yeah. I bet you that's why you went into the ad agency is because of Coke. You think so? Why not? Yeah, they probably do a lot of Coke. You seen Mad Men? I have. Great show. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do any of these stories? Yeah. Let's do one or two. Uh oh yeah, can we we're talking about drugs. Can we do this uh the last one there? Um uh about student loans and shit. So Basically, uh, you know, Biden is uh, forgiving student loans for people. And I'm, uh, and I'm, how do you feel about it? You know what? I'm 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 ha I'm happy and I'm pissed. Why? Just depending on what. If you're listening, <laughs> depending on your belief system. If you if you think I I I'm happy because now people are going to have a chance. To actually make some money, save up, maybe buy property and buy houses. And, you know, the college education system is way too expensive. And honestly, it should be cheaper anyway. And uh, we shouldn't allow 18-year-olds to take out these, like, crazy loans that can damage their credit. But also, as an American, I think you should fucking strap up your bootstraps and you should pay off your own... Stop being a welfare... Yeah, goddamn welfare baby. I don't give a shit. If your high school told you that you should go to college and learn philosophy, fucking, you pay those taxes with your $14 an hour job, bitch. When I was a kid, okay, I could buy a nuclear weapons system. <laughs> I, I, I got, when I was a kid, I got paid $11 an hour. And I was able to acquire eight Predator missiles, <laughs> which I then used and leveraged into real estate. How about if you have high student loans, how about you do something like the true American, Tim Allen, and you sell kilos of cocaine at the Burbank airport, you dumb bitch. But I don't know any Colombians. It's time to network. It's time to network, you racist piece of shit. Figure out where these Colombians hang out. And traffic some coke. But as a liberal, I'm just like, oh, it's nice. But as a conservative, I'm just like, you lazy piece of Me, myself, and I, you know what I had to do? I had $150,000 in student loans. And one day after I graduated, I had to go up to my daddy and I said, Daddy, could you pay this bill? And he said, of course. And I go, please, Daddy, please. He goes, son, I already said I'll pay it. But, Daddy, I can't live with $150,000 in credit. Please, Daddy, can you just pay my bill? Of course, son, I, I also got you a job on Wall Street where you're going to make half a million a year starting off. But, Daddy, please, Daddy. Why are you making fun of me? <laughs> Dude, I, I read one thing where a guy was Jesus. like a guy who was against the student loan program. Oh, it was Marco Rubio. Uh huh. What did like, he say? He goes, "Fucking, I paid off my student loans by writing a book." <laughs> and it's like, okay, Marco Rubio. 
Yeah, you have fame. Yeah. You you monetize your fame by writing a book. I just think you think you think people will have the spare time to write a fucking book? Honestly, and I, market a book? Honestly, I think this Pell Grant isn't even it's not even good enough. I think the bill should have gone into like university spending and you need to ch- you need to ch- check what we're spending our money on. Because dude, I remember at our school like the money that was getting sent around, I was like, oh, there's a lot of wasteful money going to different programs and different different things. Dude, at, here, here's the challenge of, um, I think, the Democrats. Here's the challenge, and Biden, right, with his whole mission to, like, whatever. Let's say his mission is to fucking make, make more equality in America. On the one hand, you're, I think you're right, because I, I, well, I was in college a couple of years ago. The admins at... at Public universities, i.e., gov- universities that are funded by the government, yeah. are f- the admins are fucking massive. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so it's like if you cut, but the thing about it is, if you if Biden were to cut the admin positions at universities, that's a Republican thing to do. You're 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 decreasing the size of government, and so he can't. He would have no support from the Democrats. Yeah, if he tried to cut. And so, and from that perspective, dude, I fucking saw, and I'm fucking, I, I love big government, dude. But when it comes to like university admins, you don't fucking do shit. Oh, yeah. You don't, your job is, you're worth, your job only exists because of bureaucracy. Yeah. yeah. Most of it is bureaucracy, dude. Or my thing is like. Not all admin jobs, but a lot of them are just like, come or, on, what are we doing like, here? Why is my tuition paying for uh, uh, the football coach to have a private jet to go? To go scout new players, uh, that should all be the money that the football program makes. Yeah, or the or the university president makes like four hundred grand oh, a yeah. year. Lives in a beautiful house down the street. Does this Lives include? On, does this include like a, a trade? Like if you got a trade, does that also get paid off, or you have to go through a, a university? I think it's the university. That's uh, it. Oh, you mean as far as like what got forgiven? Yeah, what forgave. Forgave. Yeah, yeah. Um, I well, so actually that kind of relates to the article. So basically, what what. You know, Biden's getting some criticism because um, he's forgiving loans uh, for people that, you know, have student loans. Right. Uh, But a lot of people are basically not able to get the receive the forgiveness because of the uh, the policies that Biden supported when he was the senator, Mm -hmm. including the war on drugs. So if you were in jail for a drug offense. When you get out of jail, get out of prison, and you want to go to college, yeah, you were denied loans. It says incarceration rates for men of color skyrocketed. The policies remained in place for 25 years until Congress repealed the Pell Grant ban in 2020. Yeah, so they were banned from grant from from uh, getting grants. Oh, dude, it's... I don't see why they call it a grant if you got to go, pay it back. Go down a little bit. Uh, which, uh, Wow. American student loan debt burden, which now tops $1.6 trillion, is especially heavy on black and Hispanic borrowers, borrowers who on average have less family wealth to pay for it. Biden last week, as, an, as he announced his forgiveness plan, offered to forgive 10000 student debt for individuals earning an annual less than 125000 or less and 250000 for families. Okay, let's talk about the number. How do you guys feel about the number that he chose? 10,000? Uh no, the income level. Yeah. So, if you make 250 grand or less as a family, 
or an an individual making less than 125,000 gets the forgiveness. I feel like that's too high. Yeah. And this is like, also, I mean, and the other thing that's crazy. If you're making $100,000 alone by yourself, I think you can pay your student loans, right? Oh, it depends. Are you making a hundred thousand dollars as a like a, a business, and you're really only netting like thirty thousand dollars? I think this is just job employment yeah, income. Yeah, this is just in- income or annual income. I don't know how they break that down. Okay, but let's uh, say but you went to school and you have a, a law office, and your law office is, you know, three hundred fifty thousand dollars that you're making. But in actuality, after paying all your bills, you you're taking home, you know, fifty or sixty thousand dollars. Then be a better mm. lawyer. <laughs> pick, up, hey. pick yourself up from your bootstraps. Yeah. Is that what you're hey, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then be a better. Hey, then, uh, you know, find someone like Tim Allen. <laughs> hey, you're charming. And we'll get you a, a lower uh, sentence rate. And I hope you become a, a good comedian. And then I get 10% of every dude, contract you get. For, no one wants to work anymore, first of all. First of all. Second of all, we, all, all these people need to hear is a, is a good old-fashioned Alec Baldwin speech from Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> Your wife just left you. Pick up the phone and make some calls. Yeah. <laughs> Your kid just died. Fetty Wap. Yeah. Pick, pick up the phone and, and make, make some, some calls. calls. Write a rap. Tim Allen, you, you just, just got arrested for having 1.6 pounds of cocaine. <laughs> pick up the phone and make, make some, some jokes. Jokes. <laughs> I can't believe you made a whole career of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. No, I think. I Tim think, Allen, you are innocent. Also, $10,000 is nice, but like. 20 grand if you have a pale grant. Oh. So that's, I mean, look, you could say, yeah, it's a step in the right direction. Here's the other thing that's crazy. Also, my thing, you, you want to know what's weird? What? Are the people that did pay it off, like the, the boomers that, oh, I paid off my own students. Not just boomers, millennials too. Yeah. Are saying, that, or, but go ahead. I don't know, man. It's like. The yeah, people that are like, also, oh, like, yeah. I, what happened? What about me? It's like, yeah, dude, it sucks that you had to pay it off and you did it. But like fucking shit's getting worse now. It's good that this is going to happen. Like, this is going to affect your kids. It's going to affect friends. Like, this this is a good thing, right? What if you never uh, went to college? What if you never went to college? And Well, dude, $10,000 off, you're still going to be in debt $90,000. Well, yeah. No, no, I'm saying for, okay, I'm a, an American citizen. Yeah. I didn't go to college. You know, I served. I did something else. And now, and I cheated. Taxes. I fucked your girlfriend while you were serving. I, yeah, <laughs> specifically Sean fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your virgin girlfriend <laughs> while you were still in the state. I popped yeah. your girlfriend's cherry when you were in the other room. <laughs> and then I said, "Hey, have fun dying in Afghanistan, Jesus bitch. Christ. Have fun stepping on how are those IEDs." <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ! I see why the old people on Facebook don't like you guys. <laughs> hey, look, I, I don't shoot the messenger. I didn't sign the deployment paperwork. That wasn't me. That was. <laughs> but people you voted for. So okay. like, so everybody's taxes are going to go. They're saying an average of $2,200 for somebody who's making thirty-five dollars to $50,000. That's how much the taxes could go up. I don't know how true that is because that's a big chunk of money. But it's talking about almost a trillion dollars worth of it, which I say do it just because the dollar is already broken. Might as well right. at least try to give everybody a, a level playing field. But you I know, can understand why people get mad. Dude, you're so right. And you know what the thing is? People always they, – they always taught – they. Bitch and moan, they complain on both sides, and both sides have good points on this, right? But what you just said at the end there, the dollar is broken. Mm-hmm. People kind of don't know what that means. They filter it out, and they think like, oh, well, they only listen to the first part of what you said. The, bo- the most important thing, though, 
is that the dollar is breaking. You know, it's no longer going to be the, the and I'm, that's, what, does that, what does that actually mean the dollar is broken? It's going to be hyperinflated. It's going to be worthless soon, I think. And so we're like, that's the fucking root cause of all these problems, dude. And so this, this to me, this loan thing, I'm, I'm happy that it's a step in the right direction. But I think, I mean, I'm being very cynical here, but I think America is a sinking ship. You think I, so? I really, really think so, dude. I'm gonna. I own land in uh, Antigua, which is a, a small <laughs> island north of South America. Yeah. Um, I'm an. I'm a citizen of Antigua, and I plan to fly there. So I don't think America's a sinking ship just because it's taking care of like it's poor people. I think it's actually. We don't though. But I think we're slowly getting going in the right direction. You see now. How, uh, wait, wait. How's it taking care of poor people? Because really, what you're doing is their government's paying itself. Like, hey, you're never going to give us the money. So we're going to forgive $20,000 worth of payout grants. Then they're going to put a bunch of zeros in the machine and pay themselves. And then inflation goes up even higher. So they're paying themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I still, I, I still find hope. Like seeing what like Mark Cuban's doing with his new like drug company. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. He's like lowering the uh, By, cost like, of uh, My prescriptions. My dad sent me... What, so he used to buy medication that cost him like 180 a, a bottle. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, a bottle. Wow. And, and now through Mark Cuban's thing, it's like 40, 30 or 40. Yeah. And it's like, it's a it's a cool little, it's a cool thing. So I think more and more people are realizing how fucked up the, the wage gap is getting. Mexico's been doing that for years. Yeah. You go down to Mexico, you could buy your, that's why down in the valley, we had this thing called Winter Texans. All these people from like up north would come down and they'd stay there because it's warm during Christmas and stuff. But they'd also stack up on all their medication because they can get their medication, which is two, three hundred dollars. It's like eight, nine dollars in Mexico. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so fucking crazy, dude. Why? Yeah. That's Be- how Lil because, Zan got because you can sell directly to consumer. You don't have to get a prescription. The pharmacist can give you the prescription. Oh. So you walk in. There's no middleman. There's no advertising. It's yeah. just what do you need? He's like, oh, I got this medicine. Here you go. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's so hard to really have any position when I think when it comes to healthcare, because mm-hmm. like what you just said is a great argument for the, the the deregulation of healthcare. Yeah. Mark Cuban, great company, cutting costs, all sounds great. But then on the flip side, you know, um, like I think when you have too much private company, private sector influence on healthcare, that can be the same dystopia. Yeah, yeah, and I think either way, and my point, my my p- opinion is either way, it's a dystopia. If the government runs healthcare, it's fucked. But if private private companies run health, because guess what, Mark Cuban's gonna do. Let's just let's roll the clock forward. If Mark Cuban's company is ultra successful, what is what is it gonna do? It has to legally legally it has to maximize profits. Once I don't once think. yes, in fact, here's if what it's happens. publicly traded. Right? Even for private companies, oh. if you're a private company, you're uh, unless he's the only shareholder, mm-hmm. but like he's not. And let's be honest, he's not gonna be if if with his company. The other shareholders will fucking sue him. They'll say you're not charging enough for these drugs. You're char- you're undercharging and you're losing us money, Mark. We're gonna fucking sue you. Raise the prices. And Mark's gonna be like, I guess I'm raising the prices, even though that goes against the whole thesis of my business. But so that because that's what business do. Look at Uber. Uber's the same thing. Uber was great for 10 years, and now it's fucked. You know I what, don't know. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to get sick, so I have to take a lot of medication so that these people get rich. That's At the end of the day, <laughs> as Americans, that's what we have to do. 
Dude, the we're the, doing it. The private, the that's private, your duty. The private that's your duty as an American. Yeah, the, your duty as an American is to get sick so you could buy overpriced medication to help these people get rich. Have you heard the struggles? There's a man, Marcus McMillan. Have you heard about Marcus McMillan? No. Huge in the private um, healthcare industry, right? Uh huh. He can't. He can't afford. Or a steak dinner at the Ritz Carlton seven days a week anymore. Five days. You know where he has to go the other two days? Jason's Ruth's Deli. Chris? Please don't to, tell me it's Ruth's Chris. He has to, Ruth's Chris or he has to eat at home. Damn. Damn. It makes that's, me sick. That's heavy, dude. That's a bombshell. So I... <laughs> ask not what Mark Cuban can do for you, but what you can do for Mark Cuban. <laughs> I, dude, yeah. I'm uh I'm in nine hundred dollars in debt because I have Amazon Prime and I just order stuff every day that I don't even need just to help Bezos out. This is what we should be doing. This is what help everyone out, should be help doing. Help out your local America. Listen to me. Help out your local billionaire. They're out there fucking struggling. They're a minority. They're a mi- they There's are. There's not that many. Yep. Who's honestly there? People that are against billionaires. You're kind of being kind of being phobic. You're being billionaire phobic. You're being a money phobe. There are 2,700 billionaires in the world. Wow. That is less than the number of Native Americans in the world. Wow. There's only 2,700. They're an endangered species. (laughs) (laughs) I already see the commercial, dude. Like the sad music. It's a fucking, who's that bitch? Sarah. Wait, wait, wait. I'll sing it quietly while you do the commercial. In 2022, there are only 2,700 billionaires. They want to fly. Picture of Jeff drinking some champagne. Private jets, but they can't. And they're going. They're swindled. They're going away quickly. But you can help. Buy something on Amazon Prime today. Jeff needs another private jet. Won't you help these poor people? Well, they're not poor. (laughs) Bill Gates. He's rich. And he he wants to he wants to colonize Africa. And he cannot do that without your help. Please don't let Bill Gates fail in his mission to colonize Africa. Call five 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 five. At the end, it's just it's just Bill Gates all wet and cold. I'm Bill Gates, and I bought all the farmland in America. And people hate me because of it. I I became a a billionaire, and everyone started making fun of me. I'm a billionaire, and people say I need to help distribute my wealth. But it's my wealth. I went in. I started a really successful car company with government subsidies, and everyone wants my wealth. Everybody wants my wealth. Hi, my name is Mark Zuckerberg. And I started Facebook all by myself, even though I kind of stole the basic ideas from the Winklevoss twins and then threw my own friend under the bus. But all I want to do is create a world so people can't go outside anymore because we're killing the world and only I and my rich friends want to go outside while you stay inside. Because I... 
If you don't have a lot of money in your bank account, you make me sick. <laughs> and people don't want this to happen. Dude, did you listen to Mark Zuckerberg on Rogan? I did. There was one moment where I just laughed. He just goes, he goes, he goes, yeah, the pandemic taught me a lot of things about life. He goes, during the pandemic, I, you know, me and my family went to Fiji and I love doing like water sports in Fiji. And I realized if I could, I could just work in Fiji, wake up in the morning, surf on the beautiful beach and then just get on a Zoom call and work and still do my job. And it's like, that was his pandemic. He goes, the pandemic wasn't that bad. <laughs> I got to learn how to surf in Fiji and still get on a Zoom call. The pandemic was fun. It was fun. <laughs> Why does everybody say the pandemic was bad? <laughs> I, I was in Fiji and my boat was two minutes late. My favorite, though, my favorite is, like, I get, so my thing is, like, with the, with the student loan thing, I get like everyday Americans going like, kind of like what you said, like if the taxes go up for like. No, I want it. My, my no, wife has I'm a saying, lot of loans. But so what I'm saying it. though, but what I'm saying is though, for like people that paid it off already and they're like, why are my taxes? Why am I going to have to pay more in taxes if I had to pay it off myself? Because it is a subsidy. Yeah, yeah. My it's thing. A tax or, or if you didn't even go. Yeah. Which or yeah, me. you decided not to go because of the debt. Yeah, that's another. But my thing is like the uber rich, the ones where like it's not really going to affect them. They're still going to have a fucking dope life. And them complaining, it's like, shut up. I'll, oh, listen, I'll, yeah. listen, I'll listen to like a middle class American going like, I didn't go to college or I did and I had to pay it off myself. And I'm why, not doing that well. Yeah, why, right do I, why do I have to take care of them? I, I understand where they're coming from. But if you're like a Mark Cuban or not Mark Cuban, uh, uh, Marco Rubio, you're like this uh, Mitch McConnell, you're like this these rich fucking assholes. Shut up, just yeah. shut up. Yeah, you. Yeah, and the, dude, and here here's the other thing I have a problem with is like the fucking the they, it, it was like what five hundred billion dollars of total yeah. loan forgiveness, right? Instead of doing that, why why are, I don't see the point of focusing on student debt. Yeah, I, I know that it's a big problem. It's an epidemic in our society, but like. No, none of these. The thing, the problem is, it's always a, it's always like a fucking band aid. Every policy on a fucking Republican comes in and does some shit, a Democrat comes in and does some shit. It's all band aids on either side, and all you end up was a fucking guy with band aids on. It looks gross. <laughs> <laughs> when, <laughs> right? Gross. No, it's kind of like that girl you went on a date with the holistic doctor. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I've been shot eight times, and she goes, uh, Here's a Band-Aid and a Crystal Rock. Good, good fucking luck. Uh, here's some gluten-free bread. <laughs> eat, eat this. I'm, right. I'm, I'm losing blood fast. But, like, I feel like, you know, no one... What pisses me off is not only do the, poly, poly, to the, or, to the laws and the legislation, not only does it try to attack the root cause, yeah. but, like, pe people don't even debate what are the root causes of inequality in America. We're not even really, we're lying to ourselves constantly about what the root causes of of uh, all the inequality is and like why. The root cause, I and I genuinely think, and I, we kind of brought it up with Sandra Horn. A Kendra, bit, yeah. Or Kendra Horn, was, is the rich own all the policies and make all the policies. Because at the end of the day, it's kind of like what Josh said. The, this policy is just going to help the rich. Because guess what? Now, if you get 10,000 forgiveness... I think more people are going to be like, oh, I guess I'll go to college now. 
If ten thousand, if I get ten thousand, well, well, no, the colleges will just the way you know how they gave the seventy five hundred dollars if you buy an electric vehicle, and then Ford was like, "Oh, our trucks are now eighty five hundred dollars more because yeah, they colleges. Well, what's going to stop them from doing that? Oh, everybody got paid ten twenty thousand for forgiveness. Guess what? This semester is ten thousand dollars more. Guess uh, so the power yeah. PowerPoint slides. That we do, we whoops, forever more PowerPoint slides. <laughs> it's, it's another five hundred dollars. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. You know, was, when I was in college, I remember they used to be like, "Yeah, you don't have to go to class. Yeah, but you should do the math. Every time you skip a class, it's eighty dollars." That that's what they told us. Yeah, that's what they motivated us to go to the class. And I'm just like, I'm still skipping. Also, class. I hated in college. I, fuck, I hated in you. college where they, it's a mandatory to show up. It's yeah. just like if I pass the test, I should be good. Yeah, dude. And 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 the other thing about the whole student loan thing is like you're forgiving loans for people that uh, I think a lot of them finished co- finished college mm-hmm. and are if you have a, if you have a, if you have a degree a bachelor's degree also you're on your way to making more money and so it's like mm-hmm. let's give that money to the fucking dirt poor. And Why my, are we not giving that money to the dirt is, poor? And I hate the I hate the. The saying that's going around where it's like, well, you should have gotten a better job outside of college. You should have done this. It's like, hey, man, yeah, you. everybody could become like a Wall Street person or work in real estate, make a killing. But, like, look at, like, people that are, like, good people. Like, social workers make shit money. You have to go to college to become a social worker. Learn that. And you only come out. Making, it's a like, whole trade. It's you only a make, whole trade. You only make, like, $35,000, $40,000 a year. And it's like... Those people need help. They're poor, and they're actually making a difference for our country. They're working with sick people, trying to help out sick people. And you're just being like, oh, it's your fault you studied social work, you fucking idiot. You should have fucking gotten a fucking, you should have become an electrician. Yeah. And it's like, dude, we need social workers. I, we need we need teachers. We need them. Yeah, I mean, and I... If you if you just keep fucking them, we're gonna get less people. If because we live in a society now, and it, it, it really bums me out. We live in a society now. It's all about like the glitz and the glamour. It's been like that forever. I know it has, but now I think with what's pic- the what's the golden rule? Money, money, what's the, what's objects, the, bitches. Well, no, there's the what well, do you know the saying? Oh, treat people how you want to be treated. No, that's our golden rule. Their golden rule is he who has the gold makes the rules. So it depends on what mm. what golden rule you live by. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like it's like it's weird now, but with like TikTok and stuff, we see it like we're young kids making millions of dollars, becoming TikTok famous, buying property. It's like yeah, that's cool, and yeah, that's good for you. And like I'm happy if you like became like a comic and you became successful, or if you became like a Twitch star and became successful. That's badass. But like I don't want the entire world to be Twitch stars. Hey Tony, hey Tony, I'm sorry if you don't like. That the Island Boys loans were forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> the Island Boys had debt and they got help. And if you don't like that, that's un-American. That's I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. That's true. They might go to jail for that PPE loan. <laughs> Island, Island bo- Boys, I have tons of debt. <laughs> Prison Boys. <laughs> we stole- Staring at the sun. <laughs> I don't have a house. <laughs> stole government funds. <laughs> Prison Boys. <laughs> Let's do one more story Tons and then we'll get out of here. All right, let's do, do one of yours. I want to do the uh, the second one. 
because we're talking about bad money in- investing. Cha-ching. We're talking about money. So uh, there's this popular YouTuber who flees Thailand after allegedly scamming over 6,000 victims out of $55 million. So this girl, go down real quick. Go down real quick. So click on her Instagram. Her name's Nutty, which... So That's a good name for a hedge fund manager. She's an attractive woman. Attractive woman. And uh, most most of her videos would be normal, like, Instagram female influencers. You know, her in bathing suits. In front dan- of a pool. You know, dancing in pools. Her uh, singing karaoke. Private jets. Yeah, her being beautiful, right? And my thing is, like, if you're beautiful and you can make money on social media with your body selling products, you know, fucking cool. You got, you know, you got... God gifted you this this thing. Fucking uh, you put in the work. Yeah, you put in the being work. A model, being a model isn't But what I'm saying is like if if you if you can go that down that path and make some money, you know, good for you. But what this girl then decided to do with her following Damn, she's got big feet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some big fucking feet. That's why they call, <laughs> that's why they call her nutty. So when people saw her feet, they're like, damn, that's nutty. Um <laughs> But what she did was instead of just making money off of like Instagram ads and stuff, she was telling people like, hey, invest your money with me. And if you invest, uh, go back to the article real quick. Go up a little bit. She goes, uh, YouTuber would invite investors to deposit money into her account with the promise of 25% return for three-month contracts, 30% returns for six-month contracts. And for 12-month contracts, uh, Nathamon would promise a 35% return and pledge to pay every month. Jesus Christ. Which, which that is crazy, right? As someone who worked in finance. 35% a year scheme. is a scam. If any if anyone promises you any sort of return, it's a scam. So you don't. It's it's just impossible. It's 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 a scam. I don't feel bad for these people. They you they got greedy. Yeah. So, dude, I just think that's so funny that guys looked at this girl who her entire like catalog was her just living this rich life as a hot girl, and they're like, you know what, fucking, I'm gonna give her my money, and then maybe. I'll become a hot girl. <laughs> like, no, they they just like see her tits and they're like, yeah, like she understands European sovereign debt. Yeah, for sure. I don't want for sure. I don't want the person I'm giving to invest my money. I I don't want her to be able to fit in that bathing suit. The I guy, thought you were gonna the, say something a no, little more fucked up. No, no, no. The person <laughs> I want to invest, I don't. I want him to not be able to make eye contact with me. Yeah, I want him to be this like nerdy, like greasy looking guy going like, yeah, I think if we invest some money into the company, I think, you know, <laughs> I think within like one or two years we can make some. Pro- uh, excuse me, Sean, could you not look at me and make me feel anxious? <laughs> like that's the guy or female you need to invest your money in. Which brings us, like, <laughs> which brings us to our next point. I'm opening up an investment program where you can invest <laughs> with me. I pro- I will. This bitch is doing 35 percent a year. I will double your money the in a year. Thoughtless experiment. We're gonna do 90 percent. <laughs> give us give us 80 percent of what you own, and we'll give you a 90 percent return. Look, 
if there's one thing you might have learned from this show. Because, like, what's she showing here? She's dancing. She, she's showing her foreign currency knowledge, Tony. <laughs> that dance. This See, you don't know because you're in foreign currencies. This is a dance from, this is a foreign currency kind of interpretive dance. Oh, okay. All these positions, those are the, the different types of currency. Quick she's question. going dollar sign, euro. Click on that video real quick. This one? Yeah. Is that what you had to do, Sean? When you went into finance, <laughs> like when when your internship is this was this your <laughs> was this she's your like interview? crossing her legs. Yeah, this is actually what they this is part of the final round when you're interviewing at, a, at an investment bank. <laughs> is, is they is they put you in the boardroom and they take the chair and then the the managing director at the investment bank goes, "All right, bitches, <laughs> next up is Sean. Show me what you got, Sean." If you invest with me, I'll give you a degree. I'll make <laughs> oh. you a lot of money and you'll be free. Yeah. Wow. We'll be a really- lot. We'll make some money together. We'll fly in planes. I'll be your wingman. I can dance for you. Yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out Lil Xan. Show me the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here and you know I'm getting paid. Go up real quick to the, the most recent post. This made me laugh. So, oh, that one right there. The second one. That one. And then cl- click translate. So this is after she fled. Uh, she wrote on her Instagram, Nut will find the funds to return to every way possible. Just a little more time. <laughs> prayer, prayer emoji, prayer emoji, prayer emoji. And then go back, go to the most recent video. It's her praying, if you're just listening. It's this girl praying into the camera and go to the translation. Where's translation? At go the bottom there. Uh, or, uh, 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 at the bottom of her post. Yeah. A little bit right there. See translation? And go up. Gold digger, this guy says. She wrote, with this happening, Nut never thought that it would happen. It's all Nut's fault that he didn't spread the rest. Divided many ports to trade. Used one port, gathered all the money to trade in one brock. Brokerage, probably. Yeah, brokerage. And when there is a problem, he can't withdraw or withdraw the money from it. Everything. It should be she. I think it's a bit weird. It should be she. Yeah, Yeah. Nut's been doing everything in life. I want to apologize for this incident. No matter what it is, it's all Nat's fault. Sorry that I have troubled many people and disappointed many people in that. Since I was born, there is no day that I haven't been stressed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, then don't trade it with other people's money, bitch. No, since she's been born. She was born stressed. I don't think about Oh, they haven't. Wow. I don't stop thinking about making money back one day. Promise to do everything possible to get money back to everyone, both trade and other work in conjunction for the fastest refund. I want to say that Nat is very sorry for what happened. Understand, <laughs> I accept every word from everyone. I want to apologize for this incident from the bottom of my heart. From now on, let's head, let's head to make money back uh, to everyone as soon as possible. Contact for work, send review, YouTube link, nutty.work.contract. Dude, uh, I would... I would love it at the end of it. She's like, and I'm going to get everyone's money back. I just need another $5,000 yeah, from yeah. you. <laughs> I love how she's praying. She's like, guys, I know $55 million gone. And I know I'm still in a mansion. And I know I'm still flying private. But I promise every morning when I eat my caviar, I'm thinking of you. I'm very stressed <laughs> eating my caviar. Do you know what it's like to be as stressed as I am? You don't, bitch. You don't. You, you don't. That is crazy. I, I was, you know what happened to me after all this fiasco? I was in a mansion in Thailand, and now I, I'm in a penthouse in Malaysia. <laughs> you understand? 
I had to flee Thailand to go I, to Malaysia. To go to Malaysia. You know the people here? Well, she's like really racist against <laughs> Malaysians. She's like, I hate These them. fucking pigs in Malaysia. <laughs> you don't even know what it's like. I was in Thailand. I was in Thailand. And now I'm stressed. I had to, I've become a prostitute in Malaysia. Also, question, question. Are you stressed? Because you scam people out of money, or are you stressed because an entire government is after you <laughs> for scamming people out of money? Because, like, I feel like... Uh, I mean, I wonder if Thailand... I don't know what the law... Josh, go back to an older post real quick. Because her singing karaoke right there, she doesn't seem stressed. Oh, there she said, if we see each other again. Oh, yeah. Go back down. Go go to a different post. Twenty four weeks ago, right there, barely... right there, her, that picture doesn't seem like a girl that's stressed. <laughs> because Tony, again, this is after she just made a bunch of money on the euro dollar. Okay. Yeah. I just think that's so... this. This makes me want to trade foreign currencies. I, just think, <laughs> I think that's so funny. Like. Dude, no, but I mean, yeah, she's fucked up for honestly. I don't even blame her. I, no. I, I think it's entrepreneurial. Anytime you take money from someone else and they trust you to give them, give you, you convince people to give, uh, their money to you. You're an entrepreneur. If you gave your money to this woman, you're fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It's like you let your dick. You, you, you're investing with your dick. Yeah, you're investing with your dick. Because do you think she gave like contracts out? Yeah, I bet she did. You think so? $35 million? Oh, yeah. 6,000 people? $35 million? I think she was just giving out, like, it was like a picture with this. You'd give her, like, a, you'd give her like $100,000 to invest, and she would send you this video, and then underneath it would just say 30%. <laughs> That's so What's funny. What's the translation for that post? <laughs> My girlfriend took a beautiful photo. She did. See, she's not always so she's lying. Taken. She's kind of no. She's kind of honest. She's a dancer. She's literally a dancer. Yeah, but you you trusted your life savings in a in a Taiwanese dancer. Hey Tony, who people don't have that many options. You can go with Nut or you can go with J.P. Morgan. Who are you going to go with? <laughs> are you going to go with the 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 beautiful woman that like is good at dancing? That's going to trade, uh, you know, Spanish currencies for you? Yeah. Or are you going to go with the banker, J.P. Morgan, who's definitely going to fuck you? Oh, J.P. Morgan, of course. <laughs> J.P. Morgan. You're going to go J.P. Morgan? Yeah, I'm yeah. going with her. You're going with her? Do you think She's innocent. Do you think people at, like, J.P. Morgan are jealous of her? No. Do you think th in J.P. Morgan right now, they hired, like, a, a hip-hop dance instructor? And they're like, all right, boys and girls, <laughs> let's start dancing. <laughs> Tony, you know, you don't want to know what the real plot twist is? She works at J.P. Morgan. <laughs> Nut becomes the CEO of J.P. Morgan. <laughs> That's funny. But I say, ladies and gentlemen. She should move to America and make some real money. Yeah. That's what she should do. What I'm saying, guys, is uh, please email us at followsexperiment. Uh, with your banking information and how much you <laughs> want to invest. Wire information. Wire information. We, we do guarantee 90% uh, returns, but it is, unfortunately, a 180-year contract. <laughs> so you will you not... You are still beating inflation. You that, are beating you, inflation. You're going to beat inflation. We're going to beat inflation, and we're all going to get rich together. So and, and we don't want to do this, 
because we're good people, but like it's the law. You must at least invest fifty thousand dollars plus as a hard hard, as a hard minimum. minimum. Sorry. Plus, if you get like a Pell Grant for your student loans, you also must give us that cash. <laughs> like it's um it's legally like like we here's a voice call that Joe Joe Biden sent us this call. Hey, if you invest with Tony and Sean, you must give your your Pell Grant to them. I, I didn't That's say a it. real voicemail from Joe that Biden. That is a real voicemail from Joe Biden. Also, Trump, which is crazy. We're bipartisan. <laughs> Even Trump said, you guys have to give us. I love. I love Tony and Sean. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 I've invested $68 million with Tony and Sean, and I've made a lot of money. I've made a lot of money. Excuse me. <laughs> Also, they're great people. When I walk in the room, I said, yep, Tony and Sean, always good people. So make sure to give them all your money because they will make you rich just like me, Donald J. Trump. I'm calling you from jail. (laughs) (laughs) Also, free me. Free Donald (laughs) Trump. (laughs) Donald Trump 2024. So, yeah, what I'm saying is we're bipartisan and everybody believes in us. Invest in thoughtless capital partners. Yeah, so please email us thoughtlessexperiment.com. And, uh, yeah. You might be wondering, what do we invest in? Socks. What do you think? What the fuck do you think? You you don't fucking know? Socks? Shut up. (laughs) I like socks. I like socks, too. Um, tr- training wheels. Human trafficking's uh really uh, big Shut right up. now. Come on. No, we're we're serious investors here. Come on, we're Josh. not going to invest in whores. Yeah. <laughs> Only the top primo primo shit. That was, um, that was the meanest thing you could have said. <laughs> <laughs> human trafficking, and you're like, we're not going to invest in <laughs> that. Hey, was I got it, hey, Tony? Gotta- it's called business. <laughs> You want to sell people on the company or not? Yeah, you're right. Okay. In conclusion, socks, taco trucks are really hot right now. <laughs> taco tra- Except it's not. We're not going to do tacos. We're selling coke. We're doing coke. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing. <laughs> they're, they're, so when you order a chur- chorizo taco, the meat's not in the taco. It's just a line. <laughs> and then you get a straw from outside. We don't give you the straw. There's like a little booth with like hot sauce. Don't get the hot sauce. Don't put the hot sauce on the coke. It'll make it bad. You know, you can't snort it then. Yeah, you just get the straw and then you snort it out of the taco. And we call it tacoloso. <laughs> and um, we do mix it with fentanyl. So. so don't do too much or you will die. But other than that, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can check me out at Comedian Tony Casillas. Sean Riley Comedy. Yeah, I'm not gonna whisper. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> Whispering is bad for your voice. God damn it! Come on, Josh. <laughs> it's really gross Josh. that I'm listening to it too. Come on, come on. It is kind of ASMR. Josh. You're, you're killing on. ASMR for me. Come on. Uh, check Why out uh, Battle of the Sketches Shh. coming out uh, September 1st. You can uh, submit your sketch. It's gonna be at the Vulcan April 8th. We're doing illegal. See us there. We're doing illegal activity, and he's fucking us up. <laughs> he's fucking us up. Tony, you've been served. <laughs> Spotify, Apple, YouTube. We still can't believe that you guys like this show. We personally hate it, but we love you. (laughs) (laughs) No, we actually do like it. And thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Hey, if you're... (laughs) No, say it. If you're feeling down, you have loans. (laughs) Contact me, Sean Riley, (laughs) at 408-studentloanrelief.com. All right, bye.